Responding to a text. I was wow. responding to a message and I don't know why I said it <laughs> out loud. Yeah, it's going to be a good show. It's already. Oh. Yeah, but... Hey. All right. Uh, I'm trying to get my phone set so I can turn everything down. Turn everything down what? Turn my volumes down. Okay, so as we know, today is, uh, well, Today's the 12th. People are, you know, oh, yesterday was Veterans Day. I would like to go ahead and just take one moment of silence for Veterans Day. Um, if you don't know, if you don't know, now you know. No. What the hell? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I am a veteran. Um, I served in Afghanistan. I'm a combat veteran. And I would just want to take one moment as Shay walks away um, of silence uh, for Veterans Day. Um, so if we can do that right now, I'd greatly appreciate it. Again, I thank you so much for taking that moment of silence. I just really quickly, it's a moment of silence. I was already in the process of talking about it, you got up, walked away, as I was talking about it. Right. I figured you were still talking about it. And how long doing... would you? How long would you like me to talk about it? I don't know. Really quickly, just so that everybody kind of knows. So the military for me, I I just am. Um, you know, I. <laughs> It's, it's a part of me. It's ingrained in me. I have served. February will be 22 years that I have served in the military, and I, I love this country, I love what I've done, I, I love serving. So I just qu quickly wanna read what Veterans Day is. Um, 
Veterans Day is an official United States public holiday observed annually on November 11th, honoring military veterans. That is a person who served in the United States Armed Forces. It coincides with other holidays, including Armistice Day and Remembrance Day, which are celebrated in other countries that mark the anniversary of the end of War, 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 World War One. Major hostili hostilities of War World One were formally ended at the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month of 1918, when the armistice with Germany went into effect. At the urging of the major U.S. veteran organization, Armistice Day was renamed Veterans Day in 1954. So again, it's just a special day for me. Um, it's a special day for everybody prior to me who paved the way, um, you know, that served in the military. Um, you know, for all of us, we basically wrote a blank check to the U.S. government and said, um, you know, do what you need and we'll, we're here to serve our country. And uh, for the ones that did not make it back, you know, this is how we honor them. Um, so, again, I just want to take that moment. I'm not going to spend any more time on it. So, again, happy Veterans Day. And that's it for me. Go ahead, babe. Sorry. Why are you sending me attachments? I just sent you. I... Yeah? Uh, I just, I don't know. I'm just sharing out. You're sharing out to me? I'm, I'm here. sharing everybody. Okay. All right. What do we got going on here? Uh, I don't know. How's Hi, Max. Every... Hi, Mailbox. How is everybody? Big weekend? Joe in the house. You guys go ahead and share out, please. It's going to be a good show tonight. We have Kale on. Um, after we get all of our announcement stuff out, I will have to run here in a little bit because, of course, family comes first, and I have to go get my little man from a basketball game. Um... How was everybody's weekend? I don't know. How was your weekend? I laid on the couch. Doing what? Dying. Dying? Because you had the man flu? I had worse than the man flu. What did you have? Uh, they told me Friday that I had pneumonia. Uh, you know why you had pneumonia? I don't know, honey. Why did I have why do I have pneumonia? How about you tell me? Um, because you continued to go to work when you were sick after I told you to stay home. Oh. That's it's just why. that easy just to stay. It's just that easy just to call into work and stay home from work. Well, it is. Instead of being deathly ill. And then I had to hear about how my paycheck was a few hundred dollars short. What really? Am am I that greedy? Is that what you're trying to say? Hmm. Seriously? Wow. I didn't realize I was that greedy. Uh, We're going to move on to the next subject. <laughs> oh, someone's getting upset. Uh, no, never that. <coughs> no, so I was sick all week, and I just kept going to work like I always do, because that's who I am. And he just made himself sicker and sicker and sicker. And I could not um, get up. Friday. So I stayed home. I ended up going to urgent care. And I was there for like three hours. I had to do breathing treatments there, x rays, all that kind of shit. 
Um, yeah, I really like it out in the big picture because they get a little tiny. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I'll just stay like that. Can can you just keep going and stop whispering? Because I keep listening to our broadcast on the I'm radio. Not whispering. Where's our you microphone? Are. They're hearing it through there. It actually sounds really good when you don't whisper, but when you whisper um, and do all that other stuff that you do and mumble, <sighs> uh, it sounds really bad on the radio. Like so, our listeners on twenty one point six The Net, they're probably like, "Damn that Shay." Pretty sure that's probably not what they're doing. They probably are. They're probably flicking you off. And they're like, I'm trying to get a little bit of hope in my life, and all he's doing is mumbling. <laughs> okay. Why does he have mush mouth? Because I have mush mouth. You got a problem with that? Yes. Uh... <laughs> Hi, Rachel. Bill. Hope from Ohio. In the house. Bill Hardy. What up, Bill? Nice to see you too, Scott. Okay, instead of looking at your phone, let's go I'm ahead and I'm sharing it You're because sh- I get I get constantly yelled at that I don't share. Oh my god! So now that He's I'm sharing, freaking I'm getting... out. He's been home for like an hour, and yeah, I he had... could have been sharing at that. No, point. I had to come home and take a shower, and then I had to eat because I haven't eaten all day, so my stomach's all screwed up because of the damn medicine that they got me on. <laughs> Don't throw your phone because then I have to buy a new phone. With well, the, your new, sh- the new, the new, the new, the new, hold on. the new version of mine is out and I, Wait, it's got on. five cameras on it. Hold on, with I your short it. paycheck, right? I have to buy a new phone with your short paycheck. Yeah. Because you took time off because you were sick. Right. Okay. Just exactly. wanted to make sure. Yeah. Okay. Get that right. Get make that sure right. you get that right. Yes. Hi, Jamie. Listen, there, there may be topics that we cover during the show that are sensitive in nature. <coughs> uh, or maybe trigger triggers for some. We ask that you, if you feel overwhelmed or uncomfortable in any way, please either take a moment to step away from the show or turn off the show completely and call someone. We won't be offended by any means. I want to look over there. You can't look over there. I know. Shay's so distracted easily. I, what do you um, want? What, what are you looking Even for? Even though we consider ourselves to be a family show, <laughs> profanity may be used in our show, and some pop topics may not be appropriate for certain ages. So if you have little kids and you don't want them listening to this shit, don't listen to it, please. Because I don't want to hear from someone that we had this incident earlier, uh, about a month ago, that, you know, kids listening to this show. So, uh, <coughs> Travis, what's up? <coughs> so if you don't want your kids to listen to this, please don't let them listen to it. Organ in the house. Well, it's not that really. It's like this, no, right? It is that. No. So we do consider ourselves to be a family show. We talk about topics that can range everywhere from kids to adults. It's just letting parents that may be allowing their children to watch this that, hey, there might be profanity, some of the topics that we could be discussing, you know, that this is what's going on and that, you know, they have to be aware of it so that if they want to censor their children from hearing it, that they know up front. That's all it is. Uh-huh. This might be our son telling me, hey, mom, I'm sitting, come in like five minutes, so I have to leave. <laughs> You're going to let me do the show all by myself? I'm a little scared. 
Hi from Australia. What time is it in Australia? I need to know. It's this. tomorrow. Jumping in the shower. Thanks, Travis, for letting us know. I need to know what time it is in Australia before I go and pick up our son and then come right back. Oklahoma. Oh, wait. Who is three years sober? Who? I don't know. I can't read it. Nate, on three years, I'm proud of you, brother. Keep up the good work. Let's get some hearts going for that. Three years sober, that's amazing. Evergreen, Montana. Nice. We definitely want to get some hearts going for Nate and his three years. That's amazing. Actually, anytime that you have, it is a lot. Sorry, I like totally went squirrel there. 1120 yeah. a.m. Tuesday. I, I told you it was tomorrow. Fantastic. Hello, Amy. Debbie's in Wisconsin. We will definitely do a roll call later. I am going to go pick up Nico real quick. Why don't you go ahead and. Texas in the house. Go ahead and... Scott Lang, whenever I'm in the shower, I dart between the water beads because I'm a ninja and I don't like to brag. Okay. Okay, are you going to be okay without me? I'll be perfectly fine. What time is Kale coming up? Well, I told him about 6.30ish. Do you want to wait for me to get back, though? Cause I, don't I don't know think... how to even bring him up. All right, so Kale, if you're listening, I haven't even seen him pop on yet. No. He gave me a thumbs up that he got all the information. But... Um, Kale, I would definitely wait until I come back because Shay will probably, I don't know what he'll do. There might be. It'll be fine. I did the show by myself before. Not like this, though. No, but I've done a Slang and Hope show by my. Well, yeah, this, this part. Do you know how to play the promos? No, will you just go get Nico and hurry back? Okay, I'm going. I'll be right back, you guys. Love um, you. Don't yeah. let you guys don't let Shay mess things up, okay? So keep them see in how mind. Many viewers we have, and see how many viewers we have. <laughs> I know. Hold on. How many viewers do we have right now? Twenty-four. So we have twenty-four viewers right now. When I get back in about fifteen, Can twenty minutes. Can you put it on the big screen, though? You want it on the big screen? Yeah. Okay, I'll put it on the big screen for you. It keeps me from look, trying to look up in the corner. Okay. All right. Perfect. There you go. Thank you. Uh, Chris Freeman. Where do you see him at? Right there. Oh, he just popped up. I hearts, hearts, hearts. I never know if it's, is that? Oh, Lovey just, which one is it? Is it up that's the newest comments or down? Down. Down? Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. If you need to scroll, there's the mouse. Yay! I got control. All right, you guys. I'll be back. Go get Nico, please. We have Go 25. Get Go get Nico, please. We'll see how many are left. Hey, Patty. Hey, Go. Christy. I'll be right back. Hurry up. Love you. Bye. Be safe. Bye. All right, everyone. Um, what do we got? Jess, what would she do without you? I don't know what I would do without her. Well, I... Don't even get me started. Um, all right, so remember that there's three ways you can listen to Slang and Hope Radio. Facebook Live on Monday nights from 6 to 9 Central Standard Time or 216thenet.com and then hit List Live or hit Pass Show, then Podcast. You can also listen to us 
uh, any any um, any uh, past show. I gotta sit here because she's got this shit all screwed up. Um, any past show you can listen to it, uh, revisit it. Um, what do we got? Upcoming events. Visit Sling and Hope's Facebook page for daily meditations, inspirational quotes, and upcoming events. Don't forget to like us and share us, please. Send this out to your friends and family, co-workers, people you don't like, people you love. Um, again, it's just a simple show. It's a crazy little simple show about hope, and we try to do that as much as possible. Sometimes we get off topic. Sometimes there's no topic. Uh, you know, um, sometimes we get deep, and sometimes we just screw around. Shady, you have her... The eye roll. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, please like us and share us. That's the only way this keeps going on. Uh, 21.6 The Net. Like us and share us on there also, or tell your friends that there's a crazy-ass uh, um, radio show on Monday nights from 6 to 9. We play some music. We don't play a whole lot of music. That's not the basis of our uh, program. Um, you know, so just spread the message and that's what we're trying to do. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, oh, real quick. So last week, I think it was last Wednesday. I got with all the guys. Um, I got with client for recovery. Um, sober journey live. Um, And we, we had a conversation about the um, about the 1500 that we raised on, or prior to the climb out in Maine that I did with all the guys. We talked about what we're going to do, and um, what's going on is this week, all of us have, uh, we have up until like Wednesday or Thursday of this week to decide... Um, an organization to donate some money to, uh, an individual to donate some money to, um, and that's either gonna it's gonna be all over. We're just gonna try to split the money up <coughs> equally as much as possible, <clears throat> and that way everybody can and everybody can benefit from it. And then we'll definitely be doing it again. Um, here's a funny thing, everybody. Everybody have you y'all have to remember. I was doing this show before Jessica got involved. Uh, she just takes it. Uh, she just takes it further than I could ever possibly do. I didn't have enough time to do all the stuff that we do now with the daily meditations, the daily uh, inspirational quotes, and all that stuff, and, and listing all the events. What's up with the angry faces? Someone's hitting angry faces. Um, so. I originally, I originally was doing this show at a radio station out in Harvard, Illinois, with a producer, um, Corey. Uh, it was given. The show was originally given to me um, by Mike Young um, when he moved, and uh, it was originally called Recovery Nation Radio. And then some things happened um, that got cut. Uh, Corey and I came back with Slang and Hope Radio. Um, we did, 
Hello, everyone. Me, I need some money. I would love to give you some money, but I can't. Um, so, Corey and I had that. Uh, I had a co-host, uh, Bobby uh, Gentelli. Um, and then some things happened where Corey could not could no longer do it. She had some family uh, stuff that she had to take care of. Jess was then trained on how to do the board. And um, then that's how Jess got her start in it. And then basically Jess kind of just took over. And what's up, Bobby? Uh, Jess took over. She's the one that does all the stuff. I literally come in on a Monday and talk. That's it. <laughs> I don't do anything else. Um, I really don't. I give. I have to give all the credit to Jess, and and so does everybody else. Um. <coughs> so I'm still. I'm sorry, guys. I'm gonna be coughing all night. There's nothing I can do about it. Um, I've been deathly ill for the last week. They got me on, and I'm not a pill taker, and I don't like taking drugs, but I have to take this stuff, so I'm on. Um. What am I on? I'm on uh, some steroids, a tapering down steroids that I got to say, you know, I got to take, I had to take six pills the first day, five pills the second day, four pills the third day, and so forth. Uh, tomorrow is my last day on those pills. I have an inhaler that I have to do until it's completely gone, and I have 120 puffs left. I have to do four puffs an hour, or when I uh, start coughing. Um, so I was using that a lot today. Uh, because I was at work, um, so I'm just trying to get better. Uh, I hate being sick. I probably lost 10 pounds because I've been sweating so bad. Um, so on with the show, everybody. Uh, we do have a guest tonight. He'll be on after Jess gets back because of our new, our new um, format. I have no idea how to do it. We're on um, Be Live. Um, it's called be live so it's 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 its own thing and it just uses facebook as a host um so that's uh that's our new thing and i haven't played with it yet <coughs> uh recovery nation apparel supports people in recovery and families dealing with addiction and alcoholism please check them out at recoverynationapparel.com they have new stuff coming out all the time um and uh you know, check them out. They got really good clothes, um, really good sayings. Uh, and of course, Jam Alker is a national touring musician using his talents to fight the heroin epidemic. You can visit him on all of the, um, all of the social media platforms: Instagram, uh, JamAlker.com, the Jamagram, Facebook.com forward slash Jamalker Music, YouTube. Spotify, you can get all of his music on Spotify. Take your shirt off so we can see you lost weight. No, you can see it in my face, actually, um, up in here. But anyways, uh, I'm not taking off my shirt. The steroids hit me, hype me up a lot, but have to take them. I have, uh, yeah. Um, Nikki Ann, I had pneumonia three weeks ago. It was rough. I had a very similar regimen. Uh, medicine wise it takes a bit even after you feel normal take care of yourself yeah I don't definitely don't feel normal I don't have any energy um, I noticed that uh, today at work um, 
and I hate to say it, but uh, it was a busy ass day at work because I wasn't there Friday, and I usually go in on Saturdays, uh, so I wasn't there Saturday. There, I wasn't there Saturday either. Um, so it just when I walked in the door, it was just like all hell broke loose. Um, I had 150 phone calls today. Uh, also, Terry Lynn and Faith McGee with J2 Soon. J2 Soon is a group of mothers who have been directly impacted by their child's addictive illness disorder. And uh, what's up, Brian? Um, I'm doing all right. I wish I was feeling better, but uh, I'm not. <coughs> so, uh, you have pneumonia now, too. Yeah, I. so <laughs> I went to the doctor. I told, uh, they, they asked me what was wrong. I said, I don't feel good. I can't breathe. Um, I've been coughing. It hurts. My chest hurts. My back hurts. Um, they asked me, she asked me, the, the doctor asked me if I've been out of country. I said, no, I haven't been out of country. I said, I was in Maine uh, a couple weeks ago or a week ago or so. And she says, oh, same thing. So I don't know if that was a poke at, uh, a stick at Maine or what, but, uh, maybe she doesn't like Maine. Um, so, um, but yeah, uh, Terry, I was trying, I haven't seen you. I went out to the C4 meeting to meet up with you. I had your shirts and I had another thing for you. Um, I was hoping to see you. I really didn't feel well Thursday, but I stayed for the whole meeting. Um, and, uh, I guess you had some issues or something that you had, Falling asleep after your back, uh, after you had a, went for a, a doctor's appointment. So, um, and so we'll get together hopefully soon here. Um, Jam Walker live. Who's Jam Walker? Jonathan, who is Jam Walker live? <coughs> um, Uh, let's see what's Soberfest. Soberfest? Soberfest isn't this month, is it? No. You're in the season. <laughs> I'm waiting for our shirts too. Just. Um. Where am I? Chicago Hope Dealers is a support group that helps that helps and uplifts people from all walks of life. Everyone is welcome at Chicago Hope Dealers, no matter what A you belong to. Chicago Hope Dealers is on at 8 o'clock. Um, we still go until 9. We're trying to figure out what's going on with that. Um, we decided to go back to a three-hour show. Um, we, were, we were originally... Uh, no, hold on. Sorry, everyone. So we're fest is really this weekend? November. Oh, crap, it is this weekend. Um. Oh, shit, it is this weekend. <coughs> For some reason, I thought it was next month. Um, yeah, crap. I forgot all about Soberfest this weekend. Soberfest up in McHenry, or McHenry County, 
um, McHenry County Soberfest is a, well, just what it says, a Soberfest that hosts, that houses or hosts about 3,000 sober people um, at the uh, Grand Victorian uh, uh, Resort, which is the old Playboy Mansion. If you can make it out there, get get your butts there. Um, just for the simple fact that it's 24 hours, it's 24 hours of meetings. There's something going on every hour on the hour for the whole weekend. Um, there's rooms available, I'm sure, still. Um, if you have kids, you go to uh, the one hotel that's got the water park, um, and you let them just go swimming all day. Uh, Jim Alker is going to be playing at Soberfest. Um, what else? Uh, there's a banquet, uh, there's a restaurant, and basically what we do is we take over the whole hotel, meaning they take out all the liquor out of all the bars that are in the place. There's, I think, three, two or three major bars in the, in the place, but they take all the liquor out. They have karaoke in the main bar, um, and... Like later on at night, they have karaoke. Again, there's meetings upon meetings upon meetings. There is uh, merchandise to be bought. Um, and when I say merchandise, there's all kinds of stuff. There's uh, coins, uh, sobriety coins. Um, there's a guy there that I love. I always sit and talk to him whenever I go. Um, he takes, he actually makes them. And he carves them out and everything out of coins, out of silver dollars. I think they're silver dollars. Uh, I have one somewhere. I think it's in my my uh, box up on the um, counter where I keep all my stuff. Uh, but there's there's Al-Anon, Alateen. There's speakers. Um, yeah, clean it. Clean and sober party at the Playboy Mansion, and it's it's an awesome, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. Um, a lot of history there, of course. It's the Playboy Mansion, or it's the old Playboy Mansion. Um, the place is huge, um, but it's a good time. About three thousand, about three thousand um, sober human beings just having a great time. There's a big dance on Saturday night downstairs in the main ballroom um, with DJs and all that kind of stuff uh, so that's that's something to uh, look into if you're in the Wisconsin area if there's anybody in Wisconsin um, and uh, if you're in Wisconsin try to make it out there it's a good it's a great time I think it's I think literally it's it's free you don't have to pay to go to it. The only thing you'd have to pay for is if you go to the uh, the banquet, um, or it's a twenty dollar twenty dollar charge. Or uh, and if you were to get a room, you have to pay for a room. There is special pricing on the room. I don't have the paperwork in front of me. I know it's here some somewhere. Um, uh, yes, I think we're both. Yeah, we're both going. I don't know if we're staying the night, though. Um, it's not far from us. It's about an hour and a half from us. Um, 
I use I've gone let's see I'm six years sober I've gone three years I went my first three years in sobriety um, and just had a blast uh, met a lot of people there's people from all over the place um, all over the country come in um, it's a big event it's been going on for a long time so come and check it out uh, what do we got going on anybody oh tell her thanks Travis And she's very welcome for the birthday wishes. Well, Shannon, get your uh, get your butt out here and go. It'll be it's a good time. Like I said, it's three thousand people. Um, Twenty, I think the last time I went was like twenty eight hundred. Um, and there's guest speakers. There's uh, and those are in the big room. Um. Those are in the big room. Aaron Quinlay! Quinlan! You sound sick. <laughs> what happened? <coughs> what do you mean I sound sick? Um, so it's a good time. I know, I probably just butchered your name again. Um, so what's going on, everybody? That's like a $700 round trip flight. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, because it's such short notice. It probably would be. Well, come and do it anyways. It's only money. As I say that. Hey, Terry. So what's on anybody's mind? Uh, let's see. Kale. Uh tried to log into the link I can see and hear him shit hold on hold on sorry everybody oh wrong one what the fuck not sure if you guys can hear and see me uh no uh yeah I just hold on I don't I'm not sure how to do this yet I'm wait I gotta wait for Jess to get back so just hold tight she had to go pick up her son um, and she will be back in a few <sighs> Ruben what's up buddy um, Yes, I can see and hear you. All right. How, wait, what's going on here? All right, let's see something. Let's exit out of that real quick. Bear with me, everybody, please. What the fuck? Ba, 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 ba. Let's see. Okay, you can see Travis says, she let me know we will be making announcements on Climb for Recovery donations soon. Oh, okay. Let them know that we'll be making announcements. Yeah, uh, so we will be making announcements pretty soon on Climb for Recovery. 
uh, for the donations. Um, and we're going to be doing that coming up. All right, where is, how do you get, let's see guys, hold on. Oh God, I don't want to start clicking stuff. Yeah, she needs to hurry up and get her butt back here. All right. What's on anybody's mind? Don't break anything while she's gone. I know. I'm trying not to do. Um, trying not to break anything. I just wish I would have. Let's see. Hey, there he is. I think I might just be able to do this. Hold on. Hmm. All right, guys. Kale, can you hear me? Are you on the radio also? Yeah, we're on the radio. Kale, are you sitting by a tree? You're frozen, buddy. Hello. Oh, you just went away. Come back on. Uh, bring it in. Blah, 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 blah. Let's see. What happened here? Kiddo's asleep. We see him. Yep, I know. But I don't think he was close, but not right yet. Uh, is he frozen or sleepy? It looks like he's by a tree. All right. Send me... Kale, send me, or do I got to send it to you? We just had you on. Go back to the, um, damn it, my daughter's ninth birthday. Jay, grab the thing with the most blinky lights and throw it. <laughs> Who's frozen? Uh, replying to Quinn. Holy shit. Why are you... I'll be losing my mind. I mean, hosting a party for a billion kids at a skating rink. Hopefully, it won't end up like uh, he was on. Yeah, is it drapes or is it? Uh, it looked like he was sitting by a tree. Um, <laughs> I. I fuck up everybody's name. How'd you say it? What? It, Kaylee. No. Where did he go? Send me the request, or do I gotta send you the request? I don't know. Alright, well, he'll come back on. I love how everybody knows this but me. 
Oh. Okay. Send it in a messenger. He was on. I clicked okay. him on. Because he got he was off. Frozen. Yeah. Okay. And I'm saying his name wrong because I'm getting yelled at by everybody. Okay. Now what so what's do? the problem? Uh, want to bring him back on? Okay. Well, so here's the thing. He's saying he can't see and hear and all that stuff. But so when he's up here. We're not going to hear and all that stuff until you pull him into the show. Right. Okay. Okay. So what's the problem? So how do I pull him into the show? You can't pull him in until he clicks on the link and he's showing here. I can hear you but not see myself. He's not going to see until we pull him into the show. That's what I told him in the first message that he would just sit there until we pull him into the show. Okay. So he needs to click back up. So go ahead and click back into the show. Click onto the link. Thank God Vess is back. Thanks, mailbox. Yeah. So click on the link and then not until we and not until I actually pull you into the show itself. Alright, move out of my seat. Get out of the captain's chair. There, he's right there. Okay, hold on one second. And it looked like he was sleeping by a tree. So now you're going to be added to the broadcast. <sighs> there you go. So yeah, not until I actually add you do you um, do you see yourself in the live broadcast. Can you hear me? Yep, we can hear you. Okay, cool. I can't hear myself through this little earpiece I'm wearing. I was trying to uh, like log in through your guys. Um, uh, the web, the uh, Facebook page you guys have, I clicked on that link and I, I was texting through the the, uh, the Facebook page like I'm frozen and I could hear what he was saying, <laughs> but I couldn't. You, you have to again. you have I, to realize that I'm a complete moron when it comes to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so good thing I came back. Yeah. Well, I saw his I saw his face up there and I clicked on it and he came up and it was split screen and I was like I can't believe I just did it. But it looked like he was sleeping next to a tree. Oh. <laughs> See, everybody's right, sad. So, are those... Boss laying oh, back in the, the house. The, that, my, uh, the curtain. I got you. It looks like freaking bark. It does. It does. Now that I look... I'm looking at it from the angle See, you're looking behind Rachel me. Rachel says that's funny. right. Women... Uh, women's always boss. We're always the boss. Boss lady in the yeah. house. You know what? All you, Everyone that's talking shit right now, not too happy. All right, so I've been yelled at a couple of times because I probably slaughtered your name. How do you exactly say your name? Kale. Kale. You know what? I slaughtered it yeah. then, too, so I, I apologize. Say Kale. Sorry. Again, I get, I get it all the time. I, I tell my dad all the time, like, why did you not phonetically put something over the e or you know <laughs> spell it out the right way so so where's yeah, that where's it all where's that originate from Kaylee, all kinds of fun stuff <clears throat> where, where does the name uh originate from what's that where the, where does the name originate from uh yeah it's uh hawaiian my dad's hawaiian so he gave us all hawaiian names got it yeah awesome so travis i dislike you right now just to let you know, Travis, Shay, half measures get us nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do when I'm not here? Well, you'll be upstairs, so all I have to do is yell for you. 
And I'll probably be doing the show from upstairs. <laughs> um. Oh, Shannon, don't stroke his ego. No, please stroke my ego. Because I don't have an ego. <laughs> um, so, I, I've just been kind of bibble-babble, and I'm sure you yeah. were listening. So really quickly, before we get into your story there, uh, so someone has to fill me in. How did Shay do while I was You gone? watched the whole time. No, I didn't. Oh, I bullshit. Didn't. I swear to you, I didn't watch. And if you haven't watched the show before, which I know you have, this is how the show always is. It's her, her and I bickering back and forth. <laughs> Because I can't do anything ever, anything right. <laughs> but look, the viewers are still here, so you did something right. Yeah, well. They they still like you. A lot of them were talking shit about me. Oh, look. He did just fine. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. See, you did good, babe. <laughs> you did good. All right, so let's get into uh, to our guest here. Say it one more time for me so I don't butcher your name again. Oh, we're going to butcher it again. Sorry. Kale? Yeah, it's Kale. Kale. Okay. Kale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, uh, I backed out. How many times John- did they yell at you? Oh, Jonathan was all over my ass. Oh. He, even, he even spelled it out the right way. From the, Chicago Hope Dealers? Yes. Yeah, he oh. spelled it out the way that we're actually pronouncing it right. Okay. All right. So. K-A-A-A-A-L-E-E-E-E-E. <laughs> <laughs> Who That's was doing it. that? Jo- Jonathan from Chicago Hope Dealers? Yeah. <laughs> so, so where... I just wanted to stop watching until yeah. I got. Uh, so where are you at? Where? Wh- you're California, right? I'm. Uh, I'm uh, yeah, I'm in Southern California, about uh, 30 minutes away from uh, Anaheim. You're not affected by all the wildfire stuff, are you? No, uh, no I'm not near there. That's about uh, in like an hour away from me. Okay. 45 minutes. Okay. Good. Good. Oh yeah. I'm... There's been a lot. Yeah, it's still going too. Yeah, it's God bad. Bless those people, it's hard. Yeah, that's insane. So I completely forgot the Soberfest is this weekend. Okay. Well, no, because everybody was like, Jonathan was like, Soberfest, Jam Alker are playing at Soberfest this weekend. I'm like, Soberfest is not this weekend. It is this weekend. Yeah, I know. So why are you yelling at me? I'm not yelling at you. All right. Christ. Where was that? Soberfest is up in Wisconsin. Uh, it's about 3,000 people, 3,000 sober, clean and sober, uh, freak bags just like us that, uh, get together once a year, um, at the old Playboy Mansion for the whole weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, very cool. So, um, it's actually a really, it's 24 hours of everything. There's meetings every hour on the hour, um, and there's Al-Anon, Alateen, there's NA, I believe there's some NA meetings, or one or a couple of NA meetings. Um, and then there's a huge uh, dance on Saturday night, right after a big-ass banquet dinner. <coughs> um, and what they do is, is we take over the whole place, so no one else is going to be there. Uh, they take all the liquor out of the whole, whole place. No, uh, they don't. There's three bars. They don't because the guy told Jam that did he feel comfortable playing at the bar that there would be liquor there and. Oh well, the last 
three times that I was there, there was no liquor at any of the bars. No, so. there's going to be liquor there. Mm. Well, that must be something they changed up then. Yeah. So. Um, so, it's at the old Playboy Mansion, and it's a beautiful building, uh, beautiful surroundings, um, and there's just plenty of stuff to do. So, where can I get the info on it? I can post it to I'll, you, or Jess will post it I'll to post you. I'll post it on our, uh, on our link. Shannon. I've been to Wisconsin uh, a couple of times. I, I used to I live a little while out in um, Duluth, Minnesota, mm -hmm. so I'm over the border bridge there. And, uh, yeah, it's not where you guys are. You guys in Wisconsin? Say that again. Are you in Wisconsin? No, we're in Illinois. Oh, okay. We're just outside of Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're not. We're about 36 miles uh, west of Chicago. So. Yeah, last time I was there, I was telling Jonathan I went to the uh, uh, Millennium Park and the uh, Giordano Pizza. Of course, that's where he takes everybody. Jonathan takes everybody to Giordano's. That's like I think his yeah. his hangout spot. Look, we're from the same area, and he took us there. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's okay. So, well, let's go ahead and get into your story. Um, you know, for, let's start off with, before we actually get into your lead, let's just start off with, like, who you are. Like, just a general description of, like, who you are. And then I think, you know, just mm -hmm. go ahead and, and get into your lead. And we will, like I told you uh, through Messenger, you know, we'll kind of, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll gently get into interrupting you if we have a question or someone mm -hmm. has a question in the feed we'll stop you and ask that question and that's kind of how we'll flow you know okay i'm uh 37 years old uh grew up in uh florida and hawaii i have uh two daughters one 17 one is uh eight years old um <clears throat> married and um been in recovery now for a little over three years and um used for uh, about 25 years and uh it started um basically when uh, i was about 10 11 years old i started smoking cigarettes and um about high school, 13, 14, I started experimenting with pot and alcohol and um, lots of other drugs. And um, a lot of it stemmed from uh, a lot of mental anguish I had um, as, a, as a kid growing up. Um, I was born two pounds and at six months and uh, had a lot of stuff growing up where I mentally didn't feel like I fit in, you know, I didn't, uh, didn't feel like I fit in with other kids, I guess you could say, because my smaller stature or, or you know, because I was born early and at two pounds. And so, um, you know, I just never felt right. And, uh, sorry, my cats are running around the room. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, 
when uh, I was in about first grade, um, I was living in Hawaii, and um, I was sexually assaulted by a, fa- a family member, and um, I never really dealt with that topic as far as going to see like a professional person. I've really stored that on the back of my mind um, for a long time. Um, I went back to Hawaii uh, for work a few years ago, and uh, my, my family still lives over there on Oahu. <clears throat> my uncle wanted to come over his house and uh, have dinner and stuff, and um, I, I didn't want to go. I didn't go because um, I knew who was going to be there and didn't think that would end in a very good outcome. And uh, <clears throat> as I got older, um, I went through a lot of middle school and high school and, you know, fucked around in high school, didn't go to class, wanted to hang out with the cool kids, drank about 15. So at 19, um, I got my GED and uh, went to a school to be a surgical tech and uh, had a baby, had my my older daughter, um, got married. And I uh, was married to her for about three years. And um, during that time, I gave up guardianship for my older daughter um, to uh, my ex's uh, parents. And <clears throat> that for me really, um, I don't know if it like ignited, but for a lot of years, mentally and internally, I it fucked me up inside and it caused me to do a lot more drinking and drugs. Um, you know, I was getting to the point where I was basically waking up drinking booze until, you know, I, uh, fell asleep and just consciously every single day, just trying to mask, uh, you know, internal issues that I was having. Right. And uh, <clears throat> when I was uh, younger, I was, uh, um, you know, I was into church and stuff, and uh, um, I got away from that as I started becoming, you know, into high school and stuff like that, and got away from it. And uh, in 2016, when I went back here to Southern California, I, um, went back to church, uh, and, um, got baptized and, um, yeah, it's, it's been, you know, <clears throat> been pretty awesome. And, um, you know, when I listen to other people's stories, man, it, it really does it opens my eyes and it fascinates me, like how all of us can just go through all this shit and, and stay with a clear mind, you know? Cause there's like so many, everyone has a story and so many stories. And I'm just like, dude, or, you know, young woman, like, how are you? I even question, you know, like how, how are they staying sober right now after they've been through all that shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, uh, you do, I, uh, you do smart recovery, right? Or what, uh, what's your recovery base? Oh, I, I, I did, um, celebrate recovery, celebrate recovery. That's right. Yeah, and um, and <clears throat> I uh, um, yeah. So I used booze and stuff like that for for quite a long time, and and the giving up of my daughter is uh, 
really what what triggered me. And um, uh, on July fourteenth, I of two thousand fifteen, I, I had I guess what you would call a spiritual awakening, and, and I woke up the next day, and stopped moving around a cigarette. Um, I think part of it has to do a little bit with. Um, you know, I was just tired of my body feeling like mentally, I was just too, I wanted to have things with that I know I would never have if I continued down that path, you know, I lived in my room, all the curtains closed, lights off pretty much every day, like living in a black hole tried to find change, stole did whatever I could to get my fix. Like, you know, most of us do. And uh, it was bad. It was really bad. And, uh, you know, Kali, will you do me a favor? Because I'm not very familiar with um, Celebrate Recovery. Yeah, what's the breakdown Celebrate Recovery for us and And, our listeners? Yeah, possibly for the listeners, too, not only for the ones that are um, on the, you know, for the family on the the feed, but also our listeners on 21.6 The Net, in case they're not aware Mm -hmm. of, you know, how that program works. Yeah, so Celebrate Recovery, um, they do implement... um, uh, basically, like the twelve steps, except they, you know, it's 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 geared towards God, all of it, you know, all of it behind it. As, as uh, basically, every step has to do with Christ, and um, you know, that might not be for everybody because maybe not everybody believes in God. Maybe other people have other religions that they believe in. Um, but for me personally, um, that's the way I chose to go, um, I felt very comfortable there. Um, I have gone to AA and NA meetings, and I believe in them. You know, I just think that everybody has their own their own path. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. People, uh, you know, I just um, so celebrate recovery is, is is you know very similar to the AA and NA meetings, except that it, it you know really enforces the Bible and, and, and God, um, into the program. <clears throat> now, is there, is there, do you guys use the, the, the steps? Do you work the, and, and I'm only asking because I don't know what Celebrate Recovery is. I've heard of it. I've never ventured to it to see, or to check it out just to see what it is. Um, you know, my my recovery is a, a 12-step program, um, but mm-hmm. I'm open open to anything, and, and I'm one of those guys that literally looks at people and says, whatever works for you. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm not a, a, an A-banger, um, you know, but that's what works for me. Celebrate Recovery works for you. But do you guys, mm-hmm. now do you guys use the 12-step, so you do use... And are the steps, you said that they're based off of, <coughs> because I know the steps come from the Bible. <coughs> and nobody can right. deny that. <coughs> Excuse me, I apologize for the coughs. Um, <clears throat> uh, you know, I know that um, because we've gone to church and we've been sitting there listening to our pastor uh, give, his, give his 
his deal and I'm going, wow, that's the that's the fifth step or, or wow, that's the third step or wow, that's the seventh step, you know. So and, and mm-hmm. now when you when you work the steps through Celebrate Recovery, is it a mm-hmm. one time work and you're done or do you continue to work those steps? <clears throat> No, it's every couple of weeks. Like on Friday, you know, each location has different times. Um, the one that I go to is Friday nights at seven, from seven to eight, um, and they uh, we have workbooks that we use, and they go through each step. So every couple of weeks, um, uh, we will um, go from a step to a different step. Yeah. And they have, um, you know, guest speakers come in, and. Um, um, you know, so they, we practice all the steps just like AA and NA. It's, um, you know, I, I don't recall an AA and NA if they do a lot of reading out of the Bible during the course of the meetings. I, I don't remember that. Um, at Subler Recovery, they do. Um, um, so, yeah, the steps are practiced. And, um, you know, we, I don't know, again, if AA and NA, if you guys use, like, workbooks or how that works. Um, right. The workbooks that we use, basically, like a... Um, what do you call it? Like a paperback book, basically. Okay. And it's got all the steps in there with verses and, and uh, <clears throat> other things like that that uh, we go over. Oh, okay. Do you use um, sponsors then, too? Oh. Uh-oh. You still there? froze. Do, can you, can you yeah. hear me? Yeah. Do, do you use sponsors? Okay. Say that one more time, sorry. Do you use sponsors? Do you, do you like, have a sponsor, like, in AA? Oh, I'm sorry. I heard you now. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, <clears throat> um, no, I, I, I uh, do not have a sponsor. But does, in Celebrate Recovery, do you have... Are you asking? Yeah. Are you asking for Celebrate Recovery? Correct. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And celebrate recovery. Yes, they do have um, people that uh, that uh, do that are sponsors for oh, okay. uh, people in in the celebrate recovery. Yes, they do. So it's really interesting, you know, just because, you know, I mean, I know a little bit about other programs. I don't know anything about celebrate recovery. Um, we are definitely a twelve step household here because that's the program that Shay works. Um, you know, I am mm-hmm. quote unquote a normal. Um, I really hate that term, and I think we say it each time that we we use the term. But so the 12-step program is something that I'm very, very familiar with. Um, but the other programs mm-hmm. out there, you know, I've, I've dabbled in a little bit to know more about them, but Celebrate Recovery is definitely one that I haven't um, really looked into. So, you know, thank you for, you know, giving, you know, information about it, letting mm-hmm not only you know the the ones that are listening through the feed on facebook but you know our listeners on the radio also on what that you know program offers and how it kind of works and that you know it's really a faith-based program still using the 12 steps but it's definitely faith-based you know a lot of people say the 12 step you know the uh, a 12 step program is um, all about god a lot of people will tell you that oh it's jesus says jesus that but it never says anything about Jesus. I know, but a lot of people will say that, that right. it's, it's very much religious, religious, um, where, where this, uh, celebrate recovery. It is, that is what it is. It is faith based, 
Um, there's no question about it that that is what it is um, versus AA or NA or all the A's out there. That is not what the program is meant to be. It is not meant to be a God program. Um, it's a higher power program. So the 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 uh... So again, thank you though for yeah. giving us the you know just explaining it and letting everybody know because there are so many programs that are out there and not every program fits everybody. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and I don't know if a lot of people know this, but um, AA originated from a very faith-based organization. Mm -hmm. uh, it was the Oxford. Yeah. So, and then it just kind of branched off from there. Um, and what's so funny about it is, that, again, if you if you listen to certain sermons, if you listen to certain preachers preach certain things, you will catch the twelve steps come out. Like you'll you'll hear them. Um, so, but again, I, I think whatever works for whoever. Uh, you know, I, I've never, I've never ventured into it. I will definitely have to check it out just to see what it's like. Um, I'm very open to anything. Um, I do have a question for you and it's not to, not to pick on you or anything like that. Uh, why don't you have a sponsor if they have sponsors at Celebrate Recovery? Is it not, is it not, I, the only way I can look to say it is, is, is it not mandatory uh, or you just haven't found the right guy. You know, <laughs> I'm not honestly, trying to bust you out. <laughs> I, uh, how do I put it? I, uh, I've just been, honestly, I've been lazy and lagging and I haven't gotten one to be honest. My life, um, you know, I just making excuses like I, I was homeless for quite a while um, this past year up until May. And I just, I haven't had consistency, yeah. honestly, and, and being able to even go to the church to, to do the meetings because I, you know, I didn't have transportation. I didn't have, you know, I, I you know, I, uh, oh, I get it. Yeah. Just, I just, I just, uh, honestly, I, I've been, uh, yeah, you've been procrastinating. I, I, That's fine. We did it. it. <laughs> <laughs> So I do want to read Dallas uh, just says something. Dallas Miller says Celebrate Recovery uses 12 steps. Each step uses a scripture. They have, <clears throat> excuse me, they have different meetings. They have worship, then break up into chemical groups. Also have classes. Mm -hmm. Those deal sexual issues. Men and women are separated. You keep working the steps and it says have workbooks. So I'm yeah. assuming they each have workbook so that's just good too that dallas kind of breaks it down um that way too and it looks like it, celebrate recovery um does it have its own bible is that a couple people have said something about a celebrate recovery bible so does it have its own bible or are you using um the regular uh bible that you'd find in the church no i use the regular one the new edition okay. uh the new version of the bible and uh yeah, like he was saying, we meet up in a big group from seven to eight, and then it breaks up into uh, uh, men's groups and women's groups, and based on you know all different addictions from 
drinking, drugs, sex, pornography, you know, go down the list and they uh, <clears throat> make them in these little portables and uh, they're small knit groups and tight. And um, a lot of people are, uh, you know, as far as I know from the men that I've seen go there in the groups and stuff, they, they you know, they're happy with it. They feel welcome. They don't cool. feel, uh, I guess, kind of outcasted, you know, like the first timers when they come and stuff like that. Um, you know, obviously nervous and stuff like that, but overall, um, um, positive, it's positive, you know, which is, which is good. And, and, uh, from what I, from what I know, that's, uh, that's all that uh, matters. Yeah, um, no, definitely. Can I ask him if you don't want to touch on it or you don't want to go down that path, you made a comment about being, no. being homeless. Um, yeah. C- can you kind of elaborate on that or discuss, you know, like, kind of tell us what was going on in your life at that I, point yeah no so um <clears throat> so last year uh in um august uh we were living um further south in Anaheim, basically and we had our condo and basically we got evicted um in august in uh september i'm sorry of last year and until uh, May of this year, basically motel hopping and, uh, living on the streets. Um, me, my wife, uh, and my parents at the time. And, and, um, I was basically, uh, you know, my parents are senior citizens or in their mid seventies and early mid sixties. And I, you know, I don't want my parents going through that lifestyle. So I, I tried a lot to, uh, to find them not like an assisted living, but basically a senior, senior citizen place. And, uh, we were able to do that. Um, they had their name on a list and they got in. And so, yeah, me and my wife, um, lived on the streets and it's rough. You know, a lot of us have been there. I'm sure. How did you feel that that affected you um, in recovery, or did it affect you at all in re- for you know for your recovery purposes? Oh, um, you know, de- definitely mentally, uh, it definitely um, put a major strain on me, and uh, it, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, it doesn't mean I. Uh, there are a lot of times that I wanted to go get a drink, you know, because I was just like, this is fucking sucks <laughs> yeah. like, doesn't get more you know doesn't hit more much uh, closer to rock bottom unless you're sitting behind bars really yeah. or uh, six feet deep and uh, you know I wasn't um, stoked like about uh, me being a man you know for my wife that kind of stuff creeped in my brain like I can't even take care of my wife like what the hell am I doing here on the streets um, <clears throat> and so, uh, and maybe finally, finally found a place and, um, uh, it was kind of like a week to week payment thing. Um, but man, it, it felt good. It was like a studio and not in the best area, but I didn't care. You know, I just wanted a, a roof and a warm place to sleep yeah hey home and, is uh, home right i mean that's what it is home is home and when you have a roof and, over your uh, head and you know some place to lay you know uh, you know to, to to have to call your own 
I mean, that's what that's what right. matters, you know. Um, so let me ask you this: What? Uh, I do want to get to Patty's question. Yeah. Too. What What brought you to recovery? Like, what got you? What was your point of like breaking that you just couldn't do it anymore? You couldn't live the lifestyle that you were living, and that that you had to make something. You had to change something. Yeah, it it was. Um, yeah, so July fourth, two thousand fifteen, I, I went with a really good buddy, and um, we went. Basically, a bunch of friends went down. Um, I was in, living in Florida at the time, and it was his birthday, anyways. I ended up doing some coke and drinking and stuff like that, and I got to the point. Uh, that weekend where uh, basically like a 12 ounce can of beer, I, I took, I don't know, a couple sticks out of it. And my stomach was in so much pain, I, I couldn't even, <laughs> I couldn't even drink. I couldn't even drink a beer at all. And uh, a lot of it had to do with my kids. Um, I was, you know, tired and mentally and physically drained, uh, you know, of, of basically live in the pity party you know what i mean like i put that shit on myself it's you know i gave up guardianship uh because i i was younger and couldn't uh financially support you know my daughter and give her the things that i knew she deserved and um you know basically i i just man man the fuck up man i was just tired i was just done you know like i i it, it wasn't like i don't know like I, must have lost connection with him. No bueno. That's not good. No, we'll have to see if he... uh see if he pops back on. Pops back on. I mean, he's got a really good story, you know, or at least with the questions being asked and what you guys are have here in the feed, um, you know, I think there's some really good back and forth here and a lot of information about things that a lot of people don't know. Right. You know, um, and a lot of people are chiming in about the whole homeless thing, yeah. right? Um, while we're waiting to see if he pops back in here, you know, we have, uh, that Alicia, some people are paid one paycheck away from homelessness. No, definitely. Um, uh, what does it say? Ruben, I've been homeless as a kid living under uh, picnic tables. You know, I couldn't even imagine as a child. You know, this, yeah. you know, I, I can't even fathom um, having, you know, to, to live that way. Angela, I was homeless before I got into recovery as well. You know, this is definitely a, a common a, a common theme. Um, uh, oh, we're back into CR. Let's see here. Let's go back. Um, let's see. Mailman, a jumping off point. Not a couple okay. stories that Dallas Mill uh, Dallas says feel Kali I'm sure it's Kali's pain was 
homeless 14 years, clean after a divorce, lost everything, stayed clean, um, no, got my own recovery house with new wife, fantastic Dallas. Um, yeah, I was get, that was yeah, the next that question. Was, uh, Alicia would like to find out if his children are in his life now. Definitely waiting to you know have him pop back on. Maybe his phone died or something. Who knows? Waiting to see what's going on here. I haven't even got a message from him, so I'm assuming maybe his phone died. Um, Alicia, I would love to ask him your question. Also, if anybody knows, Patty had a question here. How does CR approach trauma? So many people say they have a problem with God because where was he when horrible things were happening to me? How do they recommend you process that stuff to work the program? Um, since Kali's not on, if somebody else who follows the CR program can chime in, um, and kind of answer Patty's question or, you know, Shay, if you have a answer for that, just I, speaking I think, out loud. I think it would be almost the same as a 12, a regular 12 step program, or I don't mean to say it like that, but a 12 step program, like the 12 step program that I'm in, um, you know, came to believe that there's a power greater than ourselves out there that can restore us to sanity. Um, and and then the third step being, you know, uh, willing to turn your lives over to the, to the care of God as we understand him. My whole problem was, is, was that what you said, Patty, was the exact same thing. Like, how, how do I put myself into the care of God um, for the simple fact that I don't, one, I don't understand him. Two, how do I put, he's back in. Oh. How do I, how do I um, turn myself over to that God knowing. Hey guys. Hey. Hold on one second here. Go ahead. Finish uh, up your statement. Knowing that the things that were done to me growing up were allowed. That he allowed those things to happen to me. Right, that that higher power allowed those things to happen to me, and that was just my that was just my thought. Like, how am I going to put myself in the care of something else that I don't believe in, um, that I don't understand? Uh, you know, how do I do that? And I think just continuously working one, two, and three out of the steps that I work. Um, kind of got me there uh you know aa is not a religious program it is a spiritual program so i looked at the spirituality aspect of it a lot differently than looking at the religious aspect of it um there was a point in time when i was i was in high school and trust me i wasn't in high school very long um but i had a teacher in high school that was a hippie chick and um, she was an English teacher she was my English teacher and I loved her to death um, for the simple fact that she opened some doors for me and opened my mind to a couple of different things and I I read a book um, and I did a I did a book report I did an essay for the for the for the school year on uh, the beatnik generation and it's so funny but I did a book report on the beatnik generation 
And when I started researching the Beatnik generation, it kind of led me to all this other stuff. Allen Ginsberg was a huge, um, a huge follower of of Buddhism. Um, was a huge believer in Zen. Uh, so when I when I started reading into his autobiography and all that stuff, or his biography, I started picking up. Um, you know, the books that he was reading that were Buddhism. And I started looking into that and liking what that stuff was. So, for a long time, I was, you know, I thought that way. Like, everything is going to come back as something else. You know, you're reborn and you're, re, um, you're reincarnated. You'll come back as a tree or you were a tree in your past life or all that kind of stuff. So I took that into consideration. But then when I got into the 12-step program, I looked into all that. Well, that's where my spirituality came from. My spirituality came from that aspect from when I was in school 21 years ago. Um, do I believe in God? And do I, de I, I definitely believe in God today. Um, we did something when I was, what, about a year sober? Maybe even a little earlier? When what we are you went, talking about? When we all got baptized? Oh, really? I don't even know if it was a year. I, yeah, so I, I've, I've been going to a, I had been going to a church on and off for quite a few years, and it would be, it'd be one of those things where I'd be in a bad spot or I'd be in a bad place, and I'd call, um, I'd call my, I'd call my mom, and 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 she'd say, "We're going to church today. Why don't you come?" And I would literally walk into church hungover, smelling like a brewery, um, you know. Dirty clothes because I've been couch surfing and 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 I kind of warmed my welcome out of using people's uh, <laughs> washer and dryer and uh, you know I started listening and I I remember I just remember sitting there and I, and I wouldn't go all the time it would literally be like I'd be down in the dumps I my life was over with I couldn't figure out what else to do and I would I'd make a phone call we're going to church today why don't you come and I would go. So it would be like once every six months or once every eight months or nine months or whatever it was. Um, but when I got sober, mm -hmm. uh, we we decided that we we wanted to check out the church. And I made the suggestion to Jess, uh, let's go to the church that I used to go to. So And it's right around, it's right around the corner from our house, or it was at the time. It still is. It's always been right around the corner from our house, regardless of where we've moved. Um, and... Uh, you know, I fell in love with the church. I think we both did. It was yeah. such an accepting church. Yeah. That's why. And, and I was always... See, when I got sober, I got I became very open um, about myself and about who I used to be um, and what mm. I'm passionate about at that moment. Uh, so, mm. you know, I think it was like 11 months or whatever it was. I was sober 11 months or maybe 10 months. We all decided to, uh, uh, <laughs> I'll make it this way. We all decided to take the plunge. No, we um, didn't. That's the hot one. <laughs> Nico asked us. Oh, well, yeah, our youngest it was boy. Actually, it was actually our son who had been going to like their youth group there. Yeah. And uh -huh. he said to us, you know, I'm thinking about um, getting baptized because we did not baptize him as a baby. And um, just because of obviously all the things going on um, with Shay being uh, in active addiction. And 
he basically said to us, yeah. what it's, do you think about us being baptized as a family? I mean, it was such a powerful cool. statement, actually, for like a, I, I don't even know how old he was at the time, you well, know, like. Six years, so he's uh, 12. He you was know, six or seven. You know, maybe seven or eight, mm -hmm. I would say. But yeah. it was just a, such a powerful statement, and that's how that all came about. Yeah. But this whole this whole conversation that Shay's talking about came from this statement, and maybe you can you can chime in, um, you know, with your thoughts. So Patty says, mm -hmm. "How does CR approach trauma? So many people say they have a problem with God because where was He?" when horrible things were happening to me. How do they recommend mm -hmm. you process that stuff to work the program? You know. Ember! Um, Sorry. <laughs> Every time Ember comes on, I have to say that. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, you know, in, in my opinion, when it comes to... Um, fellowship and God and stuff like I personally believe that you know God already has a path set out you know like he knew you know uh, whatever seven years ago my daughter's mom was going to overdose on pills and after that he knew I was going to be homeless and he knew I was you know he know he knows already so I think that um, one that we are put if we're put in, the, in certain situations, I believe that, um, you know, not only did God, in a way, put us there, maybe he's teaching us a lesson in a sense that uh, I think, you know, you come out of trauma uh, stronger and wiser, I guess, is what I would say. And I believe um, not to say, uh, you know, um, it's kind of both ways because, you know, the addiction, you know, it's a disease. Like, it's not like we choose to go, you know what I mean? It's it's so much, I believe, combated into it, you know, especially mentally. And, uh, I, you know, I, I just think that God has a plan and, and you know, that, um, you know, when it comes to recovery and stuff like that, it's, you know, if you want to get to the nuts and bolts of it, it's like we can we can pray to whoever spiritually, whether it be Buddha, God, Allah, whatever. We could, you know, go to AA, NA, celebrate recovery. It doesn't matter what meetings you go to. The, you know, the reality is, is that we have to do it for ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you got to you gotta own it. I mean, um, something inside of each of us burns, I believe, and, and helps us mentally push each day forward to stay sober, you know? If it didn't, we'd all be fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, and, and, I, and, I, and I think that's why you guys, you know, asked me about a sponsor and stuff. I, I honestly would love to get a sponsor. I think there's times in need where, yeah, I need to call someone and, and talk, you know what I mean? Um, uh, my wife is a recovering addict herself, and uh, she has uh, six months uh, sober now. Sweet. And, uh, yeah, and uh, <clears throat> it's, you know, 
Um, I guess that you know, for for the situation with God, like you're asking, I that's my personal belief. I believe that, you know, everything happens for a reason. You know, um, I don't uh, when it when it comes to NA and and how do you believe because you know you were put in a bad situation and stuff like that. Yeah, there there's some, you know, really crappy stuff that happens to all of us. Um, I just believe that there's reasons behind all of it. Well, definitely. And, oops, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say there was a comment. Um, <clears throat> I don't know where it went now. Um, talking about free will and... Um, mm -hmm. uh, shoot, I can't find it. But, I mean, I think the logist of it is, is that, you know... Um, God is not there to stop those things from happening, even though a lot of us right. believe that, that he should not allow bad things to happen. Um, but mm -hmm. that's not, that's not how the world works. And that's not how he made the, he didn't, he didn't make the world that way. He didn't create our lives and, 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 and um, this great creation at least the way I see it, um, to work that way. He doesn't bring his hand down and fix everybody's problem um, because he gave us all free will um, to, for some of those problems that we're able to fix on our own or not to create. Now, obviously, there's things that are out of our control that do happen and that we do, you know, we do pray that he does um, help us overcome those problems or, you know, like disease and things like that, that are out of our control. But, um, you know, there are things that, you know, are, are for us to correct. We can't ask him to fix everything in our life. You know, that's just not how, how it works. So mm -hmm. um, I wish I could the find, that, find the, that comment, and I, I, the, I can't. The funniest thing is, is, is for the longest time, I used to say... Um, I used to say uh, this, 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 you, and you kind of touched on it. Like there, my, my life has already been written. Like, I understand mm -hmm. that now. Like the, the, he has, he's always had a plan. And I, and I used to say, like, I used to get in a car wreck and go, well, I didn't die. God's got a plan for me, you know, for the longest mm -hmm. time. And, and I used to do some, I used to do some stupid shit and get hurt and, and, uh, you know, and, and literally like looking back at it, like, how did I not, there, there was new, there was numerous times, like 65 miles an hour head on into a tree, you know, um, and, and went through the windshield and didn't die. And like, God has a plan for, and I remember saying that in an active addiction, like God's got a plan for me. And he didn't, you know, he didn't take me, you know, uh, my last big accident was a, a four-wheeling accident where I stuck the handlebar of my four-wheeler through my upper thigh and missed my major Ooh. artery by, you know, a, the doctor said a pencil line. You know, if you would have drew a, a, a line on my leg, that's how close it was to my major artery. And wow. that, was, that was a year and some months prior to getting sober and it was like god's got a plan for me i remember sitting in the hospital all 
doped up and hooked up the machines and saying, well, God's got a plan for me. He didn't kill, he didn't take me this time. And, and, uh, you know, and it's, it's just something that I've always said, like my life has been written, you know, I just don't get to read. I don't get the, to jump forward in the, in the, in the chapters, mm -hmm. you know, every day I wake up, that's the new page of the day of, of that book. Um, Mm -hmm. So I, I want to ask you this: um, You had talked about your kids a little bit, and if you if you if you don't feel comfortable talking about them, that's fine. But you you said you 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 gave up custody of of your oldest. Now, do you have a relationship yes. with her now or no? Uh, yeah, 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 I do. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, you know, in the in the past, um, when I was using, it was very. Uh, you know, uh, just, I mean, it was pretty non-existent, really. Um, and, uh, um, yeah, and so ever since getting sober, I have worked really hard to, um, you know, uh, make a relationship with her. Um, she lives in Colorado, and so, uh, you know, I try the best to, to uh, you know, communicate and have a good relationship. You know, I can't make up for lost time, obviously, but <clears throat> as she's gotten older, you know, I've been able to, you know, talk to her as an adult and, you know, explain things that it's not her fault, you know, why uh, I chose the actions and choices that I did in the past or why I left her, you know, or, you know, why I communicate with her and uh, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I'm sure she is, you know, um, still, you know, suffering from it. You know, I know she's gone to see psychologists and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know. Now, how, how old is she? She'll be eight. She, she's 17. She's 17? She'll be 18 in a couple months. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. Has she tried any of the programs that are out there like one of the you know the a programs Al-Anon or anything like that or is that not her deal is she like that's not for me um have you guys discussed any of that because maybe she can relate to another uh somebody else her age that has maybe gone through the same thing that she has um I don't I don't know the answer to that I, I uh I don't know if she's done anything. I don't think she's done anything like that. Okay. It's not. She's pretty, uh, you know, she, she's got her boyfriend that she's been with for a few years now in high school. And, you know, they spend a lot of time together. So uh, as far as her going to meetings like that, um, I don't, I don't think she has, no. Okay. Um, I just really want to, I'm sorry, go ahead, say that again. No, I was saying thank you for recommending that to me because I, I never even mentioned it to her before, and I would like to do that because maybe, you know, that would help her. And it, it would could, be good for her. Yeah, it definitely could. Now we had our our oldest. Now how old was she? Fifteen. Yeah. She must have been about fifteen, and she did try Al-Anon. Now it wasn't for her, but she did go to a couple meetings, and at least she tried it to see if there was a connection with other kids her age that maybe she could connect with, um, you know, to see, you know, uh, you know, 
you know, that there would be some sort of bond, something that she could talk with them about. Similarities. Simi yeah, similarities, like, hey, this is what went on between me and my dad, you know, maybe, you know, that's what went on between you and your mom or your dad or aunt or uncle, you know, just something so that they have somebody else to talk to that completely understands, mm -hmm. you know, because talking to a friend who has never lived with an addict or alcoholic, they can say like, I get you, or I understand, or I feel so sorry for you, or the, but they don't, they don't get it. They, there's no way that they can understand what they were going through because until you've lived it, you don't understand. Yeah. There's no way, no way whatsoever for anybody to understand what it's like to live with a, an addict, alcoholic, whether or not you're a child, a spouse, another family member, there's no way, no way whatsoever. So um, yeah, definitely might be something that you want to recommend um, to her outside of talking to health professionals. Not that that's not a good idea, um, but uh, Al-Anon could be a great resource her and there's other family programs out there especially because she's getting older you know she's gonna be 18 soon um you know yeah. there are other programs out there but i do want to make one quick comment here because I'm, I'm watching some of the comments come through on the feed and i don't want anybody to feel like this conversation that we're having with kali is um is what we push and it's all God, 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 this is just what what this is for, for Kali. Um, and, and I don't want anybody to, you know, everybody has their own beliefs and what works for them. And, and that's great. I never want anybody to feel like uh, we don't want them to be able to express that. But please, please, please um, just make sure you're being respectful. And I'm not saying that anybody in the feed has been disrespectful at all. I love all of you. I just want to put it out there. Um, please respect everybody's opinion, point of view, um, you know, and what their beliefs are. We have to make sure whatever program works for somebody or whatever their beliefs are, whatever their higher power is, um, it doesn't have to be the same as yours, um, and, and that's okay. It really is. It's okay. You know, ours might be God. For somebody else, it might be, I don't know, it might be Buddha. It might be, you know, I don't know. It might be just something else. But I don't want anybody in the feed or any of our family members to feel like they're being, um, you know, that God is being pushed on them this is just Kali's story and what we're you know what we're kind of talking about tonight okay and that's it rant over yeah i wasn't you know, i was i wasn't trying to uh you know if anybody has said anything in the feed i can't even see the feed but i just you know from my perspective i would like everybody to know in the feed that like like uh jessica's saying i i believe in all uh uh ways of recovery like i have no discrepancies with aa na uh any of it like that is just my personal um way of how and 
how I got sober and I'm staying sober and just the program that I chose to to follow where I felt comfortable. Right. That, it's that's what, really what, I wasn't it's, sit it's, here and, and, and church it up on this whole yeah. conversation. Oh, Trust no. me, and, like, yeah. It's what works for you. Um, and like I said, no one was being disrespectful, I think. Uh, I was just seeing some conversation and I just felt like it really needed just to be put out there just to make sure that um, you know, everybody is just aware that, you know, hey, you know, whatever you believe in, that's that's cool. This is just, this is your story. This is your lead. And this is what works for you. And there are plenty of people out there that, you know, believe in God. And there are other people in, out there that believe in other things. And that's okay. No one here is stating that this is what you must believe in. So yeah, it's, it's um, the God of your understanding yes, and it the, doesn't matter. Like I'm not, I'm not one of those. Um, I'm, I'm also that way. Like what, look, what I, I don't give a shit what you worship. You didn't pick up a cocktail today. You didn't pick up a beer. You didn't jam a needle in your arm. You didn't blow some lines. You stayed sober, you know, then that's the way I look at it yep. today. Um, we had this conversation uh, a few weeks ago, maybe even a week ago or a few weeks ago in a, a meeting that I went to that in the beginning of my um, recovery, I was a, I literally was an AA Nazi. Like, <laughs> oh, yes, he was. <laughs> like, that's, you would have not liked him. Like, that's not the way, you know, you can't, you can't do that. That's not the right way. And then. You know, some some things happened in my recovery that I I looked at my own recovery and kind of changed up some things, and I started doing different meetings and I started seeing how people how people were doing some stuff differently, and I took all that uh -huh. stuff into consideration. And then some more things happened in my recovery, and I completely changed up again. And um, you know, I have to be, the thing with me is, is I have to be open-minded. You know, um, I can't, I can't sit there and, and say to someone that's in celebrate, celebrate recovery and, and say to you, you know, well, that's not going to work because that's not how my program is. When, mm -hmm. when in all actuality, that shit works too. Like, mm -hmm. You're working a program. You're going to meetings. You're you're working. You you work the steps, or you're or you're working the steps, um, and you didn't pick up today. Like that's all that matters. Um, you know, I I have I have a, a friend that I met a couple weeks ago. We're friends on Facebook, and I, I met her in person um, at an event, and it's it's harm reduction and. For the longest time, I was that dude that didn't believe in MAT. Like, I didn't believe in being a heroin addict and going on Suboxone and going to meetings. You're not sober. You're you're on Suboxone. You're on a fucking drug. You're not sober. Why are you at a meeting? That's how I used to be. Like, you, you don't belong here because you're on Suboxone. And in all actuality, like... I can't think that way today because that person that's on Suboxone's on it for a reason and they're not sticking a fucking needle in their arm. Like I have to look right. at that stuff. Um, 
it's what works for the other alcoholic or addict mm -hmm. that matters to me today. Like, what are you, and that's why I was, that's why I wanted to talk about Celebrate Recovery, because I don't know anything about it. Like, how does it work for you? Um, that might be something that I want, and like I said in the beginning of the program, like, I want to go check out, because I might run into someone someday that might be mm -hmm. like, dude, I tried AA, I tried NA, and it fucking sucks, it didn't work for me, I relapsed fucking numerous times, yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. Now I'm able to go, if I go to a, a Celebrate Recovery program and check it out and, and see how it is, I might be able to go, hey, bro, why don't you go check out this meeting at Celebrate Recovery and it's over at this church mm -hmm. on Wednesday night. Why don't you check that out? You know, and that might be mm -hmm. something that's going to save that person's life. So what was that, right. those meetings that um, we were invited to go to that we never went to in Crystal Lake? Um, uh like about a year ago when we first started Slang and Hope from the yeah, house. Yeah. So that was that was smart recovery. Oh, smart recovery. And I, like, I have to be open-minded, right? And I just got done saying that I have to be open-minded today. I, I read up on smart recovery and it kind of weirded me out. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's just, I, I haven't, I haven't, I don't know anybody that's done, that does it. So like right now I'm not like, oh, well, I'm not. I'm gonna boycott smart recovery. But but well, you did in the beginning. So that the, was that was beginning. again that um, like negative thinking. It, it was. I I have to be that person today that says I don't know anything about it, so I'm not gonna talk about it. I don't know anybody that does it. Um, if there's anybody that's listening that does that does smart recovery, um, get a hold of us. I'd like to talk to you about it. Uh, just because I don't know anything about it. So really, really quick here, we've got two things. Cheryl says, my daughter picked up today. It is her payday. She was on methadone for years, but got kicked off program. So she ended up picking up. Mm -hmm. uh, prayers with her, Cheryl. You know, that's, you know, I don't, I'm not even sure what to say. There, There's not much, obviously, you can do at this point. Um I don't know. Do you have any words of wisdom there? Should what I? is the relationship with the daughter and, and and like see and this is what scares me about methadone and, and, and suboxone is is this right here because you can be kicked off the program if you're not on it. If, if you're not doing it the right way. You could be kicked off the program. And what happens is is when you're kicked off the program you get sick. The only thing that you know how to do is to, to go back out and, and grab, you know, unfortunately grab some heroin or get back on uh, uh, opiates. Um, you know, what is the relationship with your daughter? Is it something that you can talk to her about? Maybe going to rehab, getting back into rehab um, and starting a, uh, you know, starting a new program. Um, getting on Suboxone. Uh, going to harm reduction. Um, I don't know, Cheryl, where are you at? Like what state? Um, because what I'm, what I'm learning about harm reduction is, is this, um, and a lot of people don't like it and that's fine. My opinion on it is, is, is it's, there's a girl that I'm trying to get onto the show. The conflict of time is the problem. The day that we're on is the day that she works, um, late, um, 
But harm reduction is, look, it's, it's, it's needle exchange. It's clean needles. Uh, you go exchange your old needles in for new ones. Um, um, there's, she also, the girl also has uh, test strips to be able to test your, your uh, heroin to, the, to make, make sure, sure that it's no clean, fentanyl. that there's no fentanyl in it. Um, and some people will be like, oh my God, you're promoting this. Look, I, I don't want anybody to die. <laughs> and, and fentanyl is killing us. Oh, um, she's in Australia. So she says, I, "Thank you." No one can say anything. She is so sadly, she is so sadly addicted to ice at the moment. Mm. In Australia, it is bad here. Okay, so you know, harm reduction is, is just that. Like they're providing a service for addicts to hopefully no longer. Um, um, did we just fall off? It's okay. Uh, to no longer, hopefully to no longer, you know, uh, 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 pass hep C. A lot of needle users have hep C. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because of HIV. Using dirty, it's because of using dirty needles. Now, here's the thing, though. When you get involved with a harm reduction uh, uh, thing, they also talk about recovery to you they don't try to push you into it they 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 will suggest Mm -hmm. recovery um and other recovery options mat which is the the medical assistant uh program uh medical assisted treatment um you know and i and i think that kind of stuff is good uh so if they have a harm reduction program in Australia, australia Uh, you know, unfortunately when, when an addict, when I'm in my addiction, you can't, what's going on? He dropped off too. Oh, did he? No, he's Uh still there. He's still there. No, now Uh we have him twice. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Why do we have double? Uh, the problem with an addict or an alcoholic as myself, once I'm using, uh, once I'm taking, once I take that first drink, once I put that drug in me. There's nothing that you can say to me that'll that's gonna change my mind. Yeah. Um, um, what is your DOC? Is it alcohol or drugs, or is it both? Me? Yes, you. Oh, sorry, I didn't know if you guys are. Uh, a... it, it was both. <clears throat> it was both. It was, it was. I did a. My, my yeah, it was both. My, mine was uh, cocaine and uh, and alcohol and booze yeah. and uh, a lot more booze than cocaine but i use cocaine quite a bit and uh see i was a seeker pretty regular uh i was a seeker when i drank i seeked drugs like i when when, you're a jerk when i drank when i would drink uh then that's when i would seek out drugs oh gotcha meaning like i wouldn't i wouldn't wake up in the morning and be like oh i gotta do like four four rails of fucking coke to get going I'd wake up in the morning and go, I'd need to drink a pint of vodka to, you know, get the shakes off. Yeah. So, um, uh, those are not fun. You know, so Cheryl, I mean, that's the only thing. That's the only like thing that I can, um, I can say, I don't know anything about Australia. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know what they have there, as in... Well, it says, she has done all of that, you said, time and time again, but nothing has worked. I am close to her. 
I am the only one that is. I was told by harm reduction to buy clean fits. Please don't ask a mother to do that. And I, yeah, I, I see her. I totally point. get it. I couldn't imagine as a mother, you know, buying those things and then providing but, them to my child and being like, but, here you go. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, but you know, I understand that from a mother's point of view. I guess for me, like if my 17 year old came up to me, I would, I get, I'm more of the dad that would want her to do it in a, in a safe way if she's going to do it. You know what I mean? Not around a bunch of other people with, like you guys said, dirty needles, at least have clean needles. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's a tough pill as well. I have to go, you know, uh, ask a mom to do something like that for their daughter or father to do it for like, horrible. But I don't know. I, I, that harm reduction um, program you guys do is that based just there in um, Illinois? There? No. No, it, it's, no it's, it's all, all over. over. It's all over. And I still you just think, have to look for it. Yeah, I don't think it's as widely um, advertised as. Yeah, because it's so like. Right now, like, the harm reduction setups are, like, so taboo to the to the recovery community. Um, and, and Lindsay, the girl that, that runs Point to Point, it's called Point to Point, Kane County. Um, like, when I started talking to her in person, uh, we, we kind of butted heads a little bit, but... Mm -hmm. We got our points across to each other, and, mm -hmm. you know, um, we had a very long conversation. We had probably an hour and a half long conversation, and and uh, we high-fived mm -hmm. and, and hugged, and, and, uh, and we talk, you know, we send each other a few messages here and there throughout the week. Uh, she'll post some stuff about uh, what she's been doing, and, and I'll always comment on it, and, and uh, like I said, I'm trying to get her... Uh, she's here locally, so I'm trying to get her to come out to the show, to be here in studio mm -hmm. live. But again, it's it's a it's a conflict of. I'm sure, Kali, if you actually looked in your area and investigated enough, you probably have it in your air. Maybe not like specifically in your town, but probably in your state right. somewhere. Um, it, I mm -hmm. mean, it's growing and growing more and more. Yeah. Uh, just again to prevent. Uh, not only the deaths because of you know the the bad drugs that people are cutting into like heroin and things like that like putting the fentanyl in it um, you know stopping all the the hep C the HIV all of those things from using the dirty needles um, and then again getting them into a place where you know possibly hearing the message of getting clean you know yeah. you never know that oh, one person it. yep that one person that you you say the right thing to, and it may just stick with that. Oh. What's up? Can you hear us? Can you hear me now? Oh, he's frozen. He's frozen. Um, so I think like, and yeah, I like how she, only certain states and many don't agree. Yes, um, we'd have to. Uh, Oh, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh, hide that one. 
hide and go seek. <laughs> uh, so like, it, and what's crazy is, is is we're starting to bring, we're starting harm harm reductions are starting to pop up. So if you if you really look into harm reduction, and this is funny because, uh, there's countries, and I think it's. I know what you're talking about, and I can't remember the I country. Think, I want to say it's either Finland or Sweden or something. They had a huge, huge um, uh, drug problem there. They had a huge... I know, at least it's been like hide-and-go-seek. Yeah. We've been off, he's been off, we've um, been off. <laughs> they had a huge like opiate problem and, uh, and a heroin problem, and... And what they did, I mean, they had overdose constantly, constantly, constantly. And uh, what they did is they made... Um, safe, uh, like safe houses. Safe houses. It was medically, they had nurses on staff. They had okay. doctors on staff. Um, you could go in, and it it's so weird to say, um, but you could go in and use in these safe environments, and it completely <laughs> knocked off. Overdoses. Well, it brought down the That's percentage awesome. to yeah. yeah to almost nothing. I mean, obviously, there's yeah. still people who aren't going to those safe houses or whatever the the terminology was that I they used. Um, but uh, you know, it, it brought that percentage down so much, um, mm-hmm. you know, that it, it's working so well. But again, the controversy of uh, having addicts you know, come to a place where it's actually being provided to them is, you know, people just don't agree. And, and I get it. I get it. You know, there's two sides and, and I get that there's this huge controversy. Um, but you don't have the, the, the death, you know, uh, the, the people dying like we do here. And if you're catching those one or two people on a daily basis who hear a message and then go to treatment because they they went there um it's definitely mm-hmm. worth for you know out of my own personal opinion i guess it's worth it mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know i guess easier said than done i've never been to one i haven't seen it you know it's just like saying it's it, it, i could i could give my child you know, the clean needles, the whatever it is, um, uh, if that's what I needed to do for the harm reduction, easier said than done, right? Uh, if it was actually in my face, could I do it? I, I don't know. Um, so, well, um, I don't know. Like, it, it, it's hard. Um, like, I, I, I say, I say this, like, if I find out my kids are using anything, I'm just going to beat the shit out of them. But I know that that's not the the answer and that's not the thing to say like I, I you know I, I know people that are in I know people personally that are in recovery that their kids are addicts mm-hmm. and I've had the conversations with them like what do you do mm-hmm. and they're like the only thing we can do is plant the seed yeah I can't I can't do anything like I've always told I've always told our daughter like when she went away to college, if you ever have a fucking problem, like, and you feel that you're becoming addicted to something, because I know when she first got into college, she started drinking, mm-hmm. and she knows how I feel about it, but what am I to say? Like, 
just come to me if you feel that you have a problem or you're doing too much, and I'll give you the phone numbers of the women that I know that you can call and talk to. And that's all I can do. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's going to be the same thing right. with, with the two boys. You know, um, if, if, if you're getting involved in stuff, you're more than, and I, one of them will, wouldn't come to me because he's, for some weird reason, terrified of me. But, um, come to me. Huh? He would come to me. So, and that's all I could do. Like, I could just plant the seed. Like, you know where I've been, you know, you know how I've been doing or living for the last however many years when this ever, if it ever happens. So here's some phone numbers of some of my friends that you could possibly talk to because I know for a fact that whatever I say to you is not going to, not going to do anything, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so Kali, I know we've kind of gotten off subject here, um, with, you know, with your lead i would definitely like to i mean i don't know if you mind continuing to have this open discussion with us but i would like to wrap up with you know what's going on in your life now and all of those things um and if you'd like to stay on and continue this discussion with us that would be great we still have an hour left of the show um you know so you're more than welcome after we finish up with your lead. What I would like to do though, is just take a, a small break. I want to do a, uh, a quick, uh, like station, uh, identification yeah, station announcement, and then maybe play one song just for us to, to take a real quick break, get up and stretch the legs. Um, get more but, tea. uh, are, do you have a few moments to stay on, finish up your, your lead? And then do you want to, to finish up the last hour with us? Yeah, I'll stay and uh, and and hang out with you guys. Yeah. I'll okay. So I'm gonna play a quick station break and then one song, and then uh, um, mm-hmm. you, you know just stay on if you need to walk up, you know, walk out for a minute, you know, use the restroom or whatever. You got, go get some Take water. <laughs> do what you need to do, and then we'll come right back after that. Hey, Bonnie from the North Pole. Um, and then we'll finish up with your lead and then we'll go back to, I mean, cause I think we're having a great open and honest discussion about some of these topics here. Um, but I do want to finish your lead cause we didn't oh. really close you out there. So, okay. Okay. Perfect. Cool. Hey, it's 21.6 to net. Slang and Hope Radio. Yep. <clears throat> Hi there. This is Jam Alter. You're listening to Slang and Hope Radio 21.6 Connect. If you're having a case of the Mondays, I know how to turn that frown upside down. Go to jamalker.com. You'll thank me later. Hey, you tuned in to Slang and Hope Radio 21.6, the net, and we want to tell you about an amazing product, Recovery Coffee. Recovery Champions gives 30% of every dollar spent back to the recovery community by helping someone find recovery or stay in recovery. If you want to order some of this coffee, go online to happypeoplecoffee.com.
watch my whole life fading away Trying hearts to numb all the pain Lived a life it was hard to maintain Because, you know, um, he hasn't been feeling well. So he's been drinking a lot of tea, which has been helping. So I'm going to play this last promo for No More Heroin. Hi, everyone. This is Higgy, and you're listening to Slang and Hope Radio 21.6 The Net. I'd like to invite everyone to check out my Survivor Series Live page on Facebook. 
The Survivor Series is an original product of No More Heroin and is focused on combating the stigma associated with addiction. We are showcasing positive and inspirational testimonies of individuals who have overcome seemingly insurmountable odds and are willing to use their voices to encourage others. With mainstream media focusing solely on the doom and gloom, death and destruction, we believe that success stories are our only real weapon in fighting the stigma of addiction. We need more people to come forward out of the shadows and stand up and speak out. The Survivor Series will be broadcast on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I hope to see you all there. And once again, thank you for listening to Slang and Hope Radio 21.6, The Net. And we're back. So now, well, just so everybody knows, I still hold the longest Survivor Series at two and a half hours. Uh, yeah, TJ. So, TJ, uh, I've been looking for fire cider. I was thinking about making it, but it takes like two to three weeks for it to cure. <laughs> um, man flu. Yeah, his, his mangina hurts big time. Um, Sarah says, where's Jam? This is not fair. So, Jam actually only co-hosts once a month. So he and that's the only time I ever get dinner. You had dinner tonight. Alexis! Alexis, we just played your song. Yay! I'm lost. I'm not seeing Higgy's face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we did just play Alexis, uh, Alexis' song. So if anybody doesn't know, I did post it in the comments. That was Alexis O'Neill Corey. Um, My girl! I, I tagged her in um, the feed here so you know who she is. And I tagged her song also in the feed. Make sure I got you, tagged. Love you guys. <laughs> make sure you guys go check her out. Her music is amazing. I saw some of you guys um, said you love her. Of course you love her. Again, her music is amazing. She is amazing. Um, you, you have to like... She is just so free, like unbelievably free. If you are friends with her on Facebook or follow her music page or anything like that. You don't even need to follow her music page. Just follow her just on follow Facebook. Just follow her on Facebook. Um, she just has this hey, way about her. She is so free about herself and her body and her thinking and just everything it, it, it will help you and it will inspire you. Um, so go check her out. That's all. I, that's all you gotta do. And don't let don't let Shay tell you that he did not get dinner tonight and Jam is not here. He did get dinner tonight and Jam is not here tonight. So uh, again, I do make dinner for my husband when Jam is not here. Um, and then for Sarah again. Uh, really, TJ? Uh, <laughs> so, um, Sarah, Jam comes once a month, um, you know, because that's, that's about all the time he can free up for me, uh, even though I, I help him out every single day for hours and hours a day, but we'll leave that one alone. <laughs> Corey um, says, Alexis says, feed the man. Yeah, I feed the man. Um, uh, so... We don't want to talk about it. No. So wait, hold on. So Jam Jam comes once a month. The next time Jam will be on, I believe, is I need a calendar. 
TJ, you're absolutely right about what uh, the Alexis. The 26th. Hold on. Uh, Jam will be on on the 26th, and we have an amazing guest that night, too. Not that all of our guests aren't amazing, um, but she's got a great story, too. Uh, so, but if you're looking for Jam on the 26th, he will be back on the show. So go ahead, and then we need to finish up uh, Kali's story. Oh, real quick, I have a question for everybody, and if if I can get an answer on this, it would be awesome. Does, uh, does honey go bad? It's just a it's just a question. I just need a yes or no. I don't need an explanation. I just need to know if honey goes bad. Uh, thank you, and uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> That's so funny. I was watching the news about right before I came on your guys' show, and they were actually talking about honey and how much you should give a serving to per person, yada, yada, yada. And I miss that part. So I drink I drink green tea. I drink hot green tea. I lo- I've always loved hot green tea since I don't know when. Probably since the first time I ever had it, which was probably in high school. Um and the only way I can drink it is Alicia says no with honey. This, oh, I can't put mm-hmm. sugar in it. I can't put anything. I can only put honey in it. And I have this big thing right. of honey, and it's I don't know. It's like uh, chunky. It, it's it, it, it just or something. No, it's not. It, Wait, it's it, just chunky. It looks like it looks like the honey that would come off like the combs, it, like if you pulled it out of yeah. like, actual honey combs and then scraped it off yeah. that's kind of what it looks like in the bottle so but it, i mean it still tastes like honey and it still tastes good i think it just needs to be warmed up and liquefied again <laughs> it lasts mm-hmm. at room temperature for up to two years so we haven't had it that long no we haven't it's got it it's got it crystallizes it. and that sucks yes that's what i'm talking about it, it, it's it's crystallized but it's like chunky it looks like blubber so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like fat kind of. So, and it's hard to it's hard to squeeze out of the It's got a Best Buy use date of June of twenty eighteen. So it's <laughs> not like it's old old. Come on. <laughs> Alexis, you rock. Thank you for jumping on. We will talk soon. Remember when you come to Chicago, you always have a place to stay here. Yeah. I know we don't live in the Gold Coast but we're not that far away. Uh, so. Alexis, also, I w- really would love to get you back on just for the simple fact that you've been coming up with some amazing things that you've been doing and uh, and how you're just so open and no bullshit, no sugarcoating anything, and that's what I love. Aaron <laughs> says, get just some new. <laughs> yeah. So let's, so, uh, yeah. let's finish up... Uh, I don't even know where yeah. we left off. Well, let's, <laughs> let, let's talk about, um, I think we went over quite a bit of, of Kali's lead. So let's just talk about moving forward. I know where we, can, I know like, we, can't, predict, we can't predict the future, um, but really, where yeah. are you at today? You know, um, <clears throat> that's, you know, let's finish off there. Where are you at today? What, you know, um, I guess that's it. Yeah, where are you at today? Uh, sobriety wise, like I said, I, I, I recovery wise, I, I have a little over uh, three years and, uh, I currently, uh, I go to school or take classes online. Um, as far as the community goes for sobriety and stuff, I, uh, you know, 
um, just, you know, trying to like you guys, spread the message of hope and um, hope that, you know, someone can be inspired by the trials and tribulations that, you know, I've experienced and uh, can help them not use. And I, I also am looking forward to uh, doing some uh, public speaking um, uh, to, you know, at-risk uh, teens and uh, 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 some uh, recovery centers as well um, coming up here pretty soon. Um, so I'm pretty stoked about that. Are you involved in that type of stuff in your area? What's that? Are you involved in that type of stuff um, in your area? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Is it treatment centers, schools? Is it, you know... Uh... It, it's treatment centers and, like, um, uh, one place I'm going to be going to soon is actually uh, an all... Uh, young men's thing from 13 to 18. Um, it's an academy thing in Texas, uh, just outside of Dallas. And uh, so I'm pretty stoked um, about that. And so, uh, you know, I, <clears throat> I'm just trying to spread this hope, like you guys, slinging hope as, you know, far and wide as I can. And uh, I don't give a shit about accolades or any of that crap. I just, you know, trying to save lives, man. That's that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I don't. Uh, you know, especially like you would as we're talking about all that fentanyl and stuff going on the heroin, and you know, I sit and think about my kids growing up too, and, and you guys have children as well, and um, it's getting worse and worse. You know, it's getting it's getting so bad. You know, I I remember as a kid like, you know, there was weed and you know the coke and LSD and ecstasy stuff like that, and but now they're like. They're taking, you know, MDMA and, and all the other drugs and just chopping it with so much garbage. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's it's not cool, you know, it's really not. It's like one thing, okay, so you're selling drugs because you want to make money, so then why the fuck are you putting fentanyl in it? Like, what's the point? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, You know, I've kind of thought about that. It's cheap. But here's, here's the thing, I've kind of thought about, like, as a drug dealer, and I know this is going to sound, like, awful, but, like, as a drug dealer, like, why would, I know it's cheap, but why would I want to put fentanyl in my, in my, okay, I know you're going to say it's cheap, but into my drugs when I know it's killing my buyers, like, they're, so they're dying, so who's coming back to buy my product when I'm killing them? The problem is, I, you know what I mean? Like, and I know it sounds, it sounds really silly. Because, like, I don't know. To me, in my mind, it sounds silly to say that out loud. But as a drug dealer, like, I want to make money. Like, I want to keep my, I want to keep my addicts, addicts. Like, I want to keep them coming back. So why do I want to cut it with something that's going to kill them? I, I, I know it just sounds to me. It just, I, if I was a drug dealer, that's not what I'd want to do. I don't want to kill my addicts. Right. I want to. You're not a drug dealer, so let's bounce off that one. I know, but it just, it just sounds stupid. I don't know. So, I'm, I'm not either. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad that I'm not a drug dealer. So, um, where were we at before? Well, actually, so, so, yeah, so basically, you're giving back. You're, you're, you're. What are you going to school for? Uh, business administration, just a general uh, AA. Um, I was going to do computer science, but I, I chose business administration and something general. Okay. Yeah. So basically, where you're at today is that you're just looking to get 
give back to the community um, with with talking to you know doing events uh, speaking and things like that and, and you said that you're doing this Texas thing that's pretty cool man um, is that going to be something that's that you're looking to do um, I don't want to say like full time but to become a, like a national yeah, it kind of is I, I, uh, <clears throat> I have some medical stuff that you know I have going on that um, kind of limits me on certain things and uh, I uh, am looking to do and give back like yeah pretty much just like my full-time gig I feel like uh like a passion that I have um for you know wanting to help people um I work a long time in the medical field and so I think that driven for passion to help people is is always been instilled in me and uh I feel this is like my way I can kind of you know give back yeah. um I you know, maybe someone, like I said, can relate to me and live vicariously through, you know, uh, our stories. And I pray, you know, I mean, the reality is can't save everybody, but if I could just one person, you know. You know yeah. And, uh, so is your wife, um, does she have the same passion as you, as you do? What's that? Does your wife have the same passion as you do uh, concerning like recovery and stuff? Cause you said she's also in recovery, correct? Yeah, she uh, she actually, um, uh, when she was sober before this time, she was sober 18 months, she was working um, at recovery centers as a uh, uh, behavioral support therapist, I believe is the title or whatever. Um, so yeah, she basically was like the, the, what do they call them? The house mom, I guess, or something like the lady who watches over the house or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so she did, that. she did that for a while and uh, she's actually looking uh, forward to going back into the recovery center uh, business uh, very soon. She actually got a phone call today from somewhere out here that wants to interview her. So uh, going to pray on that and hope she gets that because that's good for her. And uh, I know she loves it. So cool. It'd be awesome for her too. Yeah. <clears throat> well, fantastic. I mean, all of those things, you know, sound great. It sounds like you're definitely on the right path. And, you know, all you can do, like that cheesy saying is, you know, one day at a time, right? You just take it one day at a time and, um, you know, do tomorrow better than what you did today. Right? Um, mm-hmm. So... I think that's great. Uh, your story will definitely inspire somebody. I'm sure somebody on, you know, on the feet, really. Oh my God, that was. I'm sorry. You know, Shay is dipping right now. Damn it. And um, you're chewing, right? Yeah, he's yeah. he's he's <laughs> dipping right now, and he just tried to spit into a bottle that still had the cap on it. So I usually <laughs> don't put the cap on when I'm using it. it. That was kind of funny. That's why he shouldn't um, he shouldn't dip on the show. Yeah, well. Um, so <laughs> teach you a lesson. Whatever. Uh, now I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> what was I saying? I have no idea. <laughs> About being a better person uh, today than we were yesterday. Yes. Um, I'm glad you were listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
um, you know, so, uh, you know, you're, you're doing, it sounds like you're doing great things and that, you know, that's, that's what it's all about. You know, just keep moving forward. Just that's, that's really it. You know, keep doing what you're doing. Yep. So, oh, I was saying you've, I'm sure you've inspired somebody, uh, either on the, mm. on the live feed or, you know, possibly mm. on, on the radio that was listening with your story, with your mm. hope, your experience, your strength, um, everything that you've talked about tonight with your lead, um, somebody is, has grabbed on to something that you've said and it's inspired them to either be better than, than what they are currently or to make a change, you know, to make some sort of positive change, you know, in their life. So, and, and that's what it's all about. That's what sharing this, sharing your story is all about. Mm -hmm. So thank yes. you. Thank you again for, you know, coming on and, uh, you know, sharing. So we have just about a half an hour left. So yeah, if you, you said you'd like to stay on, I think we're going to look through the feed again. We still had some conversation <laughs> going on. Hey, Sarah, do me a favor because you're, you're killing me here. Uh, turn off your caps. <laughs> what? Because she's writing in all capital letters. Me? No, no, not no, you. no, Sarah. <coughs> oh, excuse me. No, because she says, Sarah said, <laughs> that's so much easier when a couple is on the same page in recovery. Yeah. I don't know what that's yeah. answering to, but maybe it's to, to Kali. Kali and his wife. Teamwork. Yep, teamwork. teamwork. I'm, I'm got God bumps. I got God bumps. Uh, Kali, thank you for, yep. Jamie says, Kali, thank you for sharing your experience, strength, and hope. Um, Autumn says, I'll have to go back and watch Kali. I don't know if you know Autumn, but if not, she wants to go back and watch your, your lead. Um, reach one, teach one, and so on. Save one that will save another. Let's see here. I heard something, a post that made sense. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Sarah. We as addicts will want that drug because we think we're invincible and we won't die. So it makes people flock to that dealer. Sounds crazy, even to me being clean, but I can understand someone active looking for the next best high doing that. Mm -hmm. Um... <clears throat> trying to think where did we leave off um here real quick everybody can, I, can I ask you guys a question yes I just get a quick question so it, people might take the, me the wrong way for saying this word but there's a reasoning behind it so the term junkie right a lot of people use it as a segment of junkie as you know uh users basically right mm -hmm. using yeah. not in, in the so so what is your what is your thoughts on a phrase like uh, a sober junkie, so to say? The term sober junkie. What what would your personal opinions be on if you saw something like that? Uh, would it be bad? Do you under would you kind of understand it that it's pushing against the grain? That if you did what you did for your fix, you would do what you wanted, you know, to get sober kind of thing. <laughs> 
You know, Look, I've, heard, I know. I've, I've heard a, a, a this has been a controversy I've seen on Facebook a little bit about using that term junkie. It's so the way that I look at it is I get it. I understand it. Um, but it's, it's I, I want to explain it in, 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 in the, the easiest way that I can, but I can't because it, it okay. So there, you think it would offend a lot of people. There's a lot of people out there that don't, that, that they do not like the word junkie. Regardless of how regardless it's of how it's used, like I get like sober junkie, I think it's phenomenal. Like if, if you're if you're thinking of like a to create a page or something, I uh-huh. me personally, I think it's phenomenal because it's it's like slang and hope, right? the The term right. slang and hope came from one of my good friends, Brian. That mm-hmm. uh, we used to get off the phone. He lives in South Carolina. We used to get off the phone, and he would, before he would get off the phone with me, he would say, hey, I'm heading out to a meeting to go slang some hope. Mm. It's the same thing as, like, Chicago hope dealers or hope dealers. You know what I mean? Like, we're mm-hmm. replacing drug with hope and and leaving the mm-hmm. dealer, which is, I think mm-hmm. is phenomenal. I think it's great. Silver junkie, I, I just think... I don't know, man. I think there. I, I either it's gonna go one or two ways. People are absolutely gonna love it, or people are absolutely gonna hate it. No, I I've seen it before. This is my my hat I wear around now, and I uh, I don't know. I know it's pushing against the grain and everything, but I like you were saying. Like I tried to think outside the box, you know. Yeah. People are either gonna love it or they're gonna hate it. There's no like in between. I shouldn't have brought that up. Sorry, I was just curious. No, you had a personal. Opinion. No, 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 no. And, and I mean, we've got some people that we're just good. You know, this is what we need. You know, discussion, conversation. Sometimes you need to bring it up. Just, you know, we, you got to talk about it and get it out there. Um, not everybody's going to agree. I mean, and, and it's okay right. to, so, to to disagree, right? I mean, it, it's okay. So um, Nikki, mm-hmm. Nikki says it just like this, and I, I just read it, and I completely understand what she says. She says, I don't like it if a non-addict uses it. I never say it about others in recovery, but I occasionally use it to describe myself. Oh, very cool. So I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want a, uh, a, a non-addict... To call you a junkie. To call me, to say, to say junkie. Right. Like, I, I think that's where, that's where the, the, the fine line is. Because am I going to have, like, I can sit around and joke and kid and, and, and poke fun at, at all my sober brothers. But to be honest with you, it kind of, it, it's weird. It kind of irks me when someone is not an addict or an alcoholic and says mm-hmm. something on the terms of, Oh, you're just a fucking drunk or, or, or you're just a dope head or you're a junkie. Right. It, it, it's it, offensive. Correct. Yeah. It kind of, yeah. but it doesn't, what, what's weird about it is, is it, it shouldn't, it shouldn't, but 
it's going to and it does. That's the only well, thing that I can mm -hmm. say. And Terry says language matters and is stigmatizing and labeling, which leads to shame. Um, so I guess it all depends. I mean, calling somebody like, so you said, you know, if a non-addict, right, a non-addict uses the term, but is it using the term as, you know, you're a junkie or saying sober junkie? You know what I mean? So is it the content of how you say the word? Like in, in the content of the sentence, like um, you know, like you were just saying, slanging some hope, right? Right. Now I'm calling you a sober junkie. Like you are, you are, you are a junkie just the same way, but you, you know, as in your active addiction, right. but now you're using it on the sober side as in your recovery, right? So are you a, if you were offended because I, I'm a non-addict, are you offended that I use just the term junkie in general? Well, I think I think because that stigma is still there that if I walk around, <laughs> if I walk around with, and, and I'm just going to use your example because I walk around with a hat that says mm -hmm. "Slang and Hope." We wear yep. "Slang and Hope" shirts on a regular all the time. Um, we wear. This one says regular. Yeah, we wear you know Recovery Nation Apparel uh, shirts that have sayings on on the back that say uh, uh, "Recovery is not just for addicts and alcoholics," and we get stopped mm -hmm. in the store and get questions asked. But are you gonna feel okay? And this is kind of where I I think this is kind of where you have to look at it as. Hi, Susan. Are you are you gonna feel comfortable enough? wearing that hat walking through the store and someone snickers at you because it says junkie you know what i mean like are you are you yeah. going to take offense to that and right, i know so, you might um I, sorry go ahead no well i got you and um <clears throat> i guess uh you know what what, what you said if somebody stared at it right I think is what you said. Or snickered, like gave you a dirty look oh, or right, something. Right. I mean, uh, you know, if they wanted to kindly, I guess, hear um, the representation or the backing behind it, um, you know, I would explain it of why, you know, I worded it the way I did. Otherwise, I <laughs> keep shopping, you know, yeah. like keep moving along. I mean, I, why would I, why, why should. You know, just because someone find it offensive, you know, like, I guess if I have a vision of something that I believe can can go somewhere, and yeah, it might rattle a few shells, but it's like, in the bigger picture, like, if maybe, pe maybe people will catch on to it and they like it, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of different well, terminology that's well, been and, used. Yeah, and Destiny says, you definitely can't please everyone, which is definitely uh, a statement. <laughs> Um, but I agree with Shay. I don't like when someone who knows nothing about addiction and hasn't experienced it themselves calls me or other alcoholics or calls me or other alcoholics or junkies. I mean, I get what she's saying. Yeah. I think everybody else does. But here's the thing. And I mean, I think we can go around and around about this. And I think like I'll wear that yeah. hat. I'll wear that hat like crazy. Stuff. And, and I think we, we I mean, we, we've hit on the, the basic points here, but with that statement and i get what destiny is saying but but he, here's the thing how do you know that that non-addict alcoholic 
um, doesn't know anything. Like, I know quite a bit, right? I live with an, with an addict alcoholic, right? I, but if I spoke with somebody else about it, they wouldn't know that. They don't know my background, right? And if I were to say something like that, well, see, you got the you got the reversed effect. Like, a lot of people, and I think I think I could say this. A lot of people think that you're an addict or an alcoholic. You're oh, one yeah. or the other. So, oh, so we always have to whenever we go anywhere, like if we go to an event or anything like that, I always have to say, like, I'm the addict alcoholic. My wife is not. She's not in a twelve step program. She is not an addict. Addict. She is not an alcoholic, and they kind of they kind of tilt their head like a dog, and go, "Whoa, right? We didn't know that. No, she just takes she just takes the passion. You know, um, she's she's as passionate, if not more, than I am about this epidemic." So, and with, actually, with that being said, I'd like some feedback on this. So, I was, um, someone reached out to me, a female reached out to me that I had talked to previously um, who had relapsed and then is now, uh, or relapsed and only had like, I think, 48 hours clean. I hadn't spoken to this female in months, 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 and months. Reached out, we were... Uh, talking back and forth for maybe a good 20 minutes or so, maybe 25, who knows, maybe a half an hour, whatever, doesn't matter. And then it doesn't the, matter. the question came up, so how long do you have clean? And it kind of struck me because we make it very clear on the show on a regular, and on a regular basis that I'm not an addict or an alcoholic. Um, I've spoken to this person many times to state that I, you know, that I'm not an addict or an alcoholic. And then when I, I answered the question that, you know, I, I, I apologize, but I, I thought that, you know, you, you knew that I'm not an a addict or an alcoholic. Um, and, and I, I hope I didn't give you that impression. Um, and then the next comment I got was, okay. And so then I responded back and was like, you know, is everything okay? You know, I just, you know, I want to make sure that you're, you know, that you can still reach out to me, even though I'm not, you know, an addict or alcoholic, you know, but if you've got like recovery type questions, you know, I, I really would need to point you in another direction because it's, it's really not my place to mentor you in, in those types of questions. Mm -hmm. And then the next response I got again was, okay where previously i was getting like paragraph right. so i i was kind of in in awe that the minute i said that i didn't have any clean time because i'm not an addict or alcoholic that conversation completely was null yeah, you know well, um, and i just well i was feeling like wow you know i was a little bit taken back and i don't know if anybody has any any um you know comments to that like would you feel like if you reached out to somebody thinking that they were an addict alcoholic and they weren't 
would you and and you found that out would you just completely stop the conversation and be like basically see you I, I i don't know i guess i was just taken so back that we had had this like half an hour conversation and the minute the topic came up about you know how much queen time i had conversation was over and i just felt like i was still able to help but in a different you know, in a different way. Right, like you are, you are, you're having a structured conversation about uh, the person's uh, uh, um, addiction, and they were confiding in you, and everything was cool. And but then the minute you told her you weren't an addict, like they just cut the conversation off. But obviously, you had a lot of relevant relevancy when you were talking to this female right because she obviously wouldn't have talked to you for 30 you know what i'm saying yeah for that long and and you obviously had enough knowledge about this situation or what she was referring to to be able to relate to her for her to confide in you and so yeah that's kind of like a catch-22 you know like i don't i mean it's like like people say, oh, you know, if you if you haven't uh, done it or been an addict, you can't necessarily, I guess, know what's going on. But I guess it depends on on what types of stuff you guys were discussing. You know, I don't I don't know if was it strictly using stuff, was it trying to find resources to get help. You know, I guess it kind of depends on the topics, maybe. Yeah, and it wasn't even that, you know, deep into it. It was just. Um you know, confiding that, uh, that, you know, that she had used and she was trying to get some mm. days clean, you know, and that's, that's really mm. where it was and just giving some support. There was no, uh, not much else to it. Um, so like I said, mm -hmm. I was just a little bit taken back. I do need to respond here. Destiny, please. I am not by any means, um, uh, you know, think that it was like, uh, like the intent, the, the intense w intention was towards me. Oh, wait, hold on. I guess I was being general. I was speaking of those who have bad intentions towards us. I know you, Jessica, and you are truly an angel to many of us. I love you always. I hope you didn't, uh, you, I didn't upset you. It, never. I know destiny that your intentions were not to upset me and I wasn't upset by any means. Nothing in the live feed normally upsets me. Um, our conversations are definitely open, honest conversations. This is what I, I love about our Slang and Hope family is that we can have these open, honest uh, conversations and a, a back and forth where 90%, I think, or 95% of um, the family that comes on the live feed don't get upset by the conversations. We can have these things and everybody can reply to them without it becoming an argument. So I love it. And please, Destiny, you, you did not upset me whatsoever. And, and I, I appreciate the comments that you make because it, it is a general comment and other people um you know need to read that too um nikki says no because oh, hold on comments are coming in fast here uh nikki no because you are super open about it and you live with one so you do know a lot about it so it would make you a fabulous resource and you're still a great shoulder well thank you nikki um 
I'm sorry, Jessica, you're honest about who you are, and we're lucky to have you in our corner. Well, I, I really do appreciate it. And like I said, I was just a little bit taken back by it um, because this person, and it's not, it, it's not the fact of, I guess, who it was or whatever it is, um, just that we'd had conversations before, and I care for this person, and obviously knowing that um, they had relapsed and were trying to get a couple days clean so that they could find other resources because without being clean, um, they couldn't get to those resources. Um, just kind of took me back, and, and, and this was just a few days after uh, everything happened with Gidget, and I think I was feeling a little bit sensitive. Um, and, you know, I, ha I had this moment where I was like, am I getting too invested? You know, am I getting invested into people? And I think that's like how you felt when your first fancy maybe died, you know, from an overdose. And you felt like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. I don't, you know, did I do something wrong? Did I not do it right? And I'm not sure if I want to sponsor anybody else. Right. So for me, I was feeling like maybe I'm getting too close to people, you know, because I'm talking to them. I, I'm getting, I get to know them personally. Am yeah. I getting too invested because I'm getting like almost emotional about it, um, you know, when these things happen? Um, you know, I'm emotional as it is. You know, like you say, I, I'm a whack job. And that's okay. That's all right. You know, I'm an emotional person. Um, and then I had to step back and say, no, because this is, this is who I am and I need to be invested because if I'm not invested, I can't care for, for, for the, you know, for the masses, uh, for our family, for the Slang and Hope family, the ones who do reach out and the, ones, and the ones that I reach out to also that I create a bond with. Yeah. Um, and, and if I don't have that, um, investment with our family it's not going to be the same it's not going to be genuine um so it is what it is and i have to learn i have to find a healthy coping skill that when things like this happen that i have my own coping skill that i go okay i deal with it and it's done right so i you know back to sorry Back to soapbox over your your hat design. I say <laughs> I say fucking run with it. And uh, it are, are they stitched? You guys are gonna plug <laughs> are, are, are they embroidered or are they printed? You said what? Are they embroidered or printed? Embroidered. So what is it? A trucker style? Yeah, uh-huh. It's like it's like that. Oh, there we go. Flat bill? And then it's got the the can you see it in there? Yeah. The stitch. Yeah, yeah. Where, where are you getting that made at? Uh just that a way local, uh, Sorry. Kind of garment place here in Santa Ana, but honestly I would I would do a lot of searching before I made more of a mass quantity. I just made one and the gentleman charged me for the hat and the and the stitching basically the price of like almost 20 bucks 18 bucks for right. that so you know there's no way that if i was going to do any type of quantity that i would be going there well you, get, you need to make up another one all right 
I made up two Slang and Hope hats. I'll send you a Slang and Hope hat if you send me one of those, and I'll sport that shit. Sweet. So, you got it. Uh, make up another one whenever, and just let me know that you got it made up, and then we'll exchange addresses, and I'll ship it. I'll ship mine out in the mail, and I'll wear that hat. I love that kind of stuff. It, like me, you know, I, I don't care. So, Fat Boy Kelly says better looking. Fat than Pat. Oh, I'm sorry, Fat Pat. What did I say, Fat, fat Boy? Fat Boy. <laughs> don't be. Uh, <laughs> better looking than Jam's hat. Yeah. Right? Jam Authors hat. Uh, what are we talking about? We're just talking nonsense. I said, I said everything. I just kind of said everything. LOL. I've recently been helping Show, and caring for do, a lot. Do me a favor. Put the uh, put the hat up to your camera. TJ wants to see the hat. Okay, yeah, so he can see it. All right, while he's doing that, I'm going to read this real quick. I've recently been helping and caring for a loved a loved one. Who is yeah. There you go. Perfect. Thanks. Okay. I've recently been helping and caring for a loved one who is recently sober and struggling. It's a totally different view of, an, of addiction. It's not easy at all, and you are truly a warrior to have been that caregiver, Jessica. Mad love and respect. Huh? For you always. Oh, thank you, Destiny. It was really like hard caring for Shay. Really hard. So, <laughs> real, real quick. And, and Shay's like, yeah, yeah we're, not, we're not getting on that one. <laughs> All right. So, Fat Pat, it says his hat says Sober Junkie. Uh, would you be down for a hat like that? TJ, uh, you'd rock it too. TJ, our boy TJ would rock it. Cool. So, TJ, TJ on Facebook. I think I'm friends with TJ on Facebook too. I believe. Yeah. Sober TJ journey. Got kind of a, a big, a big long a yep. beard, right? He's got yep. a beard. He was just on the uh, Higgy show like not too long ago, right? Like yeah. last yeah. week or something. Yep. And he's got Sober okay. Journey Live. He's he's Sober Journey Live. He's got what? Sober Journey oh, Live. Okay. Got, got. Mm-hmm. Cool. So. So man, you might you might you might be able to start looking to see if you can uh, get these things made up and uh, you know put a, find someone that can do them. I got mine done at Lid. Hold on, TJ says I I've known Has, everyone. Hashtag no. I know everyone. Hashtag Maureen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I got mine done at Lids when I was out in Maine. Huh? You said you got your done at Lids? I got mine done at Lids uh, when I was out in Maine two weeks ago. Oh, okay. And uh, they told me, it was like the same thing. It was, I had to buy the hat, and then they they charged me for the hat and then the stitch. And it was like, literally, right. it came out to like $21 for both of them, you know, to get, you know, for the hat and the stitch. But they said that, they were telling me that if I ordered, if I did... I think it was 20 hats that if I mm-hmm. called in the order 20 hats, they would give me, they would give me 10 hats at full price, 10 hats at half price, and then the stitching would be absolutely free for all of, for all those hats. All right, I think your hat discussion needs to be taken offline. Why? Because all the people that are still on don't want to hear. I don't wear nothing but scullies. <laughs> they don't want to hear your hat discussion. That's not. Uh, hey. It is what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So I, I don't think that they want to. They don't want to hear it. So you're more. So anyways. Oh, real quick, I need to make this announcement. Um. So in the next few days, Sling and Hope, uh, Sling and Hope, Clan for Recovery, um, No More Heroin, Sober Journey Live, Sober Journey Live. Well, so it's all basically Clan for Recovery, but there's there's four, there's five groups all together are going to be making an announcement about the fifteen hundred that we raised on the hike. Um, and uh, that's what's coming up in the next couple of days. We're going to do another Facebook video chat, just us doing that. And then everybody's going to work. And then we'll, we'll do a big live and everybody's going to make the announcement where everybody's sending some money to. Well, you um, need to get on it because you keep saying it for like the last two weeks. No, we did it. Th- we did it Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Or was it Thursday? I don't know. It was Wednesday we did it, and we talked in here for an hour or so about it, and then we gave each other about a week, which that puts us to Wednesday this week, and then we'll have our our groups, mm-hmm. and then the following week we'll be we'll be making the donations. Okay, and, do, and don't forget too, we still have the Slang and Hope shirts, which. Sorry, Fat Pat, I'm climbing to the top of this plate of mashed potatoes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Mailbox, good night. Um, Hashtag stop getting sick, fuckers. So anyways, um, <laughs> we still have the Slang and Hope shirts. You can get yeah. them with the logo in red or white. Um, I wait, Well, Shay's got the red one on. I got the red one on. Um, I don't think, did you even read it? What? Read what? Yeah, that's cool. Um, that you can still place an order for Slang and Hope t-shirts and the red or white Slang and Hope logo. They come in both men and women cut and can be ordered with the quote on the back. Recovery isn't only for addicts and alcoholics. Front only is 20 and front and back is 23. If you want to purchase a Slang and Hope t-shirt, please direct message Slang and Hope and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Remember the um, the money that is raised from the T-shirts also will go to a uh, will donate that money to like a non-for-profit. Um, so once we get enough money accumulated to make that donation, we'll we'll figure out what non-for-profit. Yeah. We won't be donating that money like for a Visa gift card or no. to try to get somebody into treatment. It will be strictly given to a non-for-profit organization. Um, that we believe in. Yeah. The only monies that won't go to... Monies? Yeah. The only monies that won't monies? go... Yes, monies. Money. It's not even a word. Yes. I-E-S. M-O-N-I-E-S. <laughs> that won't go to... Monies? Mon- will you stop? Can I finish, please? We're running out of time. Monies. Um, that won't go uh, to the not-for-profit is just what we need to cover for the shirts that we purchased and for the material to make the logo mm-hmm. um, and to you know to, to pay the person who's doing it. So everything above and beyond that will will go into the pot 
to then go to the non-for-profit. So please, I know that there's short sleeve and winter is coming, but um, we are- Yes, I like monies too. See, Destiny says I'm correct. Look it up, Shay. I like Destiny. See, monies, M-O-N-I-E-S, monies. It's a correct word. It's not like it's a fake word I just made up. Anyways. Hashtag legal pot. Yep. Non-profit. Oh, are you correcting me, Fat Pat, because I said non-for-profit? Yeah. I'm just being attacked from all angles tonight. But, anyways. Get yourself a Slang and Hope t-shirt. And uh, help raise some money for a <laughs> non-prop. What? He says, where does the four come from? Because I put it there. Because she makes That's up why. her own fucking words. But monies is a real word. So, <coughs> non-profit. There you go, Fat Pat. Right? Did I say it right? Fat Pat. Um, so help raise some money for a non-profit, Fat Pat, not for non-for-profit, uh, and, uh, help them do great things. So, um, let's see here. At least your video is yeah. working. <laughs> we got a different format, Fat Pat. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that, that's it. We will next week, I'll probably bring all the the woman style t-shirt down too. We should probably always have it, um, have it down here and maybe hang it up so you guys can see. Uh, and that's a flat, what I told you, the 20 and $23. <laughs> There's no Not shipping. Not for profit is also correct. Hashtag just saying. Who put that? TJ. Thank you, TJ. Love you, TJ. The only one that hashtags everything is TJ. So, or he shouldn't even have to say his name. No tax, no shipping. That covers the $20 for the front only logo and the $23 for the front and back. Um, the $23, that covers uh, everything too. There's no additional monies required. So, uh, yeah. So get your t shirts. Get your t shirts. Woot, woot. Okay. Hashtag just saying. TJ. Hashtag TJ. Hashtag did. <laughs> hashtag did well, what? Hashtag we, did. You, we, do, you do not have a t-shirt. Does he have a t-shirt? Uh, we got a few minutes for the radio. Okay. Um, for our listeners on 21.6 The Net, this is Slang and Hope Radio. Uh, we would like to thank our guest tonight. What's his name? Oh, shit. I want to say Kale, but it's not. Kali. Kali. <laughs> it sounds like golly. Like Kali. Gee whiz, golly. Sorry, had to do it. Kali for sharing hey, his thanks for having me on. I yeah. really appreciate it. No, uh, I, you guys keep doing what you're doing. Doing awesome stuff. Thank you, and, and it sounds like you're gonna be you're coming up in the reins and uh, gonna be doing some good stuff too. Yeah, trying one day at a time. That's all we can do, man. <laughs> That's all well, we can do. TJ. I'll talk with you guys later. All right, thanks again. Awesome. We'll talk to you soon. Thank hey, you. Have and a seriously, I want to do the hat switch. Yeah, I'll, uh, mess, uh, I'll message you on uh, Facebook. All right, cool, man. Perfect. Have a great holiday. You too. God bless. Bye-bye. God bless. Thank you. 
TJ, I need T a special Hold one on. for my TJ 2020 hike. Wait, what special TJ. what? TJ. Sure. I will. I will make you a Slang and Hope T-shirt with um, hashtag AT2020 hike or just AT2020 on the back of it. But it's gonna cost you. We'll talk offline. What? Yes. It's gonna cost them. What's yeah. It's gonna cost them. Big bucks. Yeah. Okay. Um. Thanks, Terry. We have to get together sometime we to get this off, week. We have to get off the radio. Get so off the radio, though. So if you guys want to stick around, we'll stay on Facebook for a little bit. But we have to get off the radio. So 21.6 The Net, Slang and Hope Radio, next Monday, 6 to 9 Central Standard Time. We have Mr. Nick Gore coming on. Bullshit! We've been trying to get Is him on. Is he coming in? I don't know. Actually, I, I don't even know. So, um, I'll find that out. <laughs> Hashtag I've only got one lung. Oh my gosh. Anyways, so we have Mr. Nick Gork uh, coming on. I don't know if he's coming in or coming on. He's 